that. Best cello since, uh, what, living in? <laughs> <laughs> what a weird comparison. <laughs> oh, that's good, the checkered one. Yeah, yeah spin I know what you mean. Now... Oh, that was a double bass, wasn't it? That wasn't a cello. Yeah, it was a double bass. Uh, <laughs> Same yeah. thing. Same Believe thing. it or not, this is getting the geek. We're talking music uh, tonight. So would we? No, they're not good. <laughs> Where are they? Um, string, string, string. Comparative string instruments. <laughs> Instead, we are here to In talk rock. movies, specifically Justice League. This is our full spoilers chat. If you haven't seen the movie yet and you care about spoilers, which you should, come on, guys. We've been nervous enough about this movie already. You don't need to ruin it for yourself before you go in. Check out our non-spoilers review on our podcast channels iTunes and SoundCloud depending on how you found us it is on both though we are back Mitch, Brendan, Maddie. Yeah, what's going so on boys? I cannot believe they got Ryan Reynolds back as Green Lantern holy so f- surprise big so surprise good. just <laughs> could not believe Does that it. Make, so that awful poo cloud that was Parallax is he now canon this is changing everything DCU, Jesus mate. Christ yeah. that's your first test guys get the f*** <laughs> out of here if you haven't seen the film okay no he's never coming back he ain't never coming back to Green no. Lantern so, but I mean, wouldn't it be funny? We are here to talk spoilers, so check it out. this score runs out, I was listening to your spoiler-free Thor Ragnarok review oh, on thanks, the man. way in. Aww. Just a big fan. Um, <laughs> bumping up listens. <laughs> Just a big fan we of you. We must be up to three and, then with uh, us in the room. Big, big fan of which one of us particularly. Like, Yeah, if you had to pick a favourite yeah. of the Get Into oh, Movie Screw. You know, it's a bit hard, Mitch. <laughs> 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 No, of course, I love you both equally oh, I uh, so. in this room. And, of course, I I was rem- a little bit muffed. Is that a word? It I was a little now. bit... Uh, <laughs> I had a big muff about uh, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. I was sad that I missed it. But then you mentioned something about the Led Zeppelin score, mm. which, and I have to say, I have put comparisons to this. I don't know if you can pitch, listen to that in your head, but... I've never, I haven't done an audio comparison. Jeez, mm-hmm. oh, mate, come on! <laughs> I think it was this song actually. I've, I think I've seen a clip on YouTube where they do line up the riffs, or at least something about these two films. And I'm, I'm not a muso, but they do something with the with those two tracks, the yeah. Wonder Woman theme yeah. and Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song. And yeah, they do omit the same sort of blah, whatever yeah, it is. That's I think awesomeness. that's why Wonder Woman was so familiar to me because of that song. So I was gone. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. But mm. anyway. Yeah, there is... I have seen um, when Wonder Woman first came out, I did see a lot of like videos and stuff where they compare like the psychological of the way certain notes affect your brain in certain mm. ways and certain combinations. So yeah, it's it does... It's very... They're both very sort of empowering songs, but then there's just this yeah. little touch of... Cry to arms almost. Yeah, and then there's a little touch of sort of noble mm. sadness or something yeah. just in the back of your brain. Yeah. But for the most of it, it's this... Imagine that brief to, to the mute, to the composer. <laughs> All right, we need a call to action. <laughs> mm. A badass just beat underneath yeah. it. And yeah. We tease now our uh, non-spoilers. I, I did want to touch on the music a little bit more. Now, it might seem like a weird place to start a full spoilers chat, but if you are listening to a movie review podcast, you're probably at least interested in talking about oh, the film. Especially in something as iconic. If you're listening to so, us, you, yeah. you're pretty familiar with weird. So. <laughs> yeah, and you, you know, you, you've listened to all everyone else, you know, maybe more experienced. But whatever we push on. Um, the, you talk about briefs given to the composer. 
I read a great quote from Danny Elfman, who, of course, is famous to us for doing the Simpsons. 1989... Yes, oh, Simpsons. Sorry. Batman, he, <laughs> he, but he did Spider-Man uh, 1 and 2. I don't know if he returned for 3 or not. Ah. But, uh, you know, long, very successful career, iconic scores. And when he was brought on to this film, when Joss Whedon came on board to finish uh, Justice League... I read a great quote from Danny Elfman that Joss poured him into this scene, which I'm only thinking is maybe the the first scene in this film with the, the Batman on the rooftop, you know, swinging around the water tank, whatever. Yeah, that was sick. But the the, the quote was, Batman the shit out of this. <laughs> was the, was, was Love that the pitch given to That's Danny Elfman brilliant. as a composer. And, uh, you know, you said in our non-spoilers, Brennan, that this should just be the, the canon theme. Now, I also, mm. I saw an interview with Danny Elfman uh, the other week and someone said, now, which Batman theme are you going to, to use? Obviously, there is his from 89, which carried over into Returns and the animated series. They had a different one for the Joel Schumacher films, a different one for the uh, Bale films, and then they... Uh, obviously had to create one uh, for uh, Batman v Superman. And he goes, well, I'm using the, the Batman theme. Mm. Yeah. And they said, what do you mean? He goes, well, there's only one it's Batman called theme. called Batman yeah. theme. And he said, look, everyone else has got, they've done some great work. He said, but it is the Batman theme. It's like, hey, and, Danny Elfman's here. Which one yeah. do you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I love James Bond, right? Now, while James mm-hmm. Bond, up until Daniel Craig era, despite what a lot of people believe, Sean Connery through Pierce Brosnan, Continuity-wise, is the same Bond. It's just like everything that's happened in those 40 years' worth of films has happened in story over the last couple of years. So every time you get a new actor playing Bond, they've kept the same score. That score is the character. Even when they go to Daniel Craig, it's a new continuity, it's a new actor. It's still the same score. Mm. If you didn't use that James Bond theme, people Mm. would lose their f***ing minds. That's James Bond. So you have Batman, even though they changed it up I think because they changed it in Batman Forever with a new actor, that just seems, in a way, it just made sense to me. It's like, oh, yeah. whatever, you know, it was well, a different style. Everything lighter. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's wanted to make money on the Happy Meals. And, God, they did. And the toys and that sort of stuff. So they wanted to get away from all the Tim Burton stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they went with the, with the lighter tones. Yeah. It's, it's iconic. Yeah. And then you yeah. get, you know, uh, with, with the Bale films, it's like, oh, you get a different director, different actor, different time frame, different tone, all this other stuff, blah, different blah, blah. Quality. So different <clears throat> composer, of course. I was expecting but, the Tim Burton, the, the Danny Elfman score in Batman Begins. Yeah, right. Well, and that's probably why I was so disappointed with it when I came out. I was just like, it didn't feel like Batman. And see, I think I didn't up until that point because I think I still my fan brain when I was 19 was like, oh, this is a prequel <laughs> to 1989's Batman, where when that movie yeah. starts, he is already Batman. And, uh, you know, the, the allusion to the Joker type thing. Yeah. Whereas Superman, you had the same score for all Christopher Reeve films. Yeah. Then you get like a nearly 20-year wait. You have Brandon Routh come out in 2006. And Brian Singer being such a nut for that Richard Donner Superman film in 1978, mm. he was like, I have to use the John Williams score. And I remember reading criticisms of that. It's like, well, hang on. While you're sort of making it part of that continuity, why do you need to reuse the score? Like, that's that's from there. Like, you know, mm. d- you, you're really trying to copy and paste everything you loved about that <laughs> yeah. film. But when that score happens, when he's rescuing that plane from the burning shuttle oh, the in the atmosphere, thing of the movie, amazing, sure. right? So it just made sense. Now, I'm a big fan of the score entirely from Man of Steel, but nothing made me happier when I heard that Danny Elfman was bringing back his iconic Batman theme and he was bringing the John Williams Superman theme back. And it's like, well, now, regardless of whether they reinvent continuity, whether they have to recast actors in five or ten years or whatever, this is going to be their themes for those characters. Yeah. And hearing it tonight in those Batman scenes or even in the end credits where they just had little notes yeah. here and there, I'm like, 
I'm this is this is this is James Bond now for me. Like this that is the score. It's always yeah. been my favorite Batman score because yeah. it, it's just synonymous with the tone and the feel and the the iconic nature of those 89 well, and 92 it takes films. its time as well mm. like Batman does. Yeah. He takes his time and he toys with them and he, he introduces fear into into the way he attacks them. Yeah. And I that's what I felt about the Nolan one is what it was too obviously it went for the entirety of the movie. You never had a breath from it. It's, well, the, that's, the, that's, the score did. Too, the score too, did, but part of the criticism was that he never truly gave Batman an actual theme. Yeah, like, like there was a theme that I thought belonged to Batman when he's in the Batmobile, he's rescuing um, Rachel Dawes uh, from the Scarecrow and he's being chased by the police. There's a really cool piece there and I'm like, that's obviously his theme. And he never, ever brought it back in the following two films. Yeah. It was really that one, two note that Hans Zimmer really loves to do that was the Batman theme in those, or in the, even the rising, dun, 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 dun. And I, I no, do love I that. Like, <laughs> Is that where you got so angry when I started doing it? Yeah. I don't believe you. But no, I know what you mean. Like I, at the same time, I love that Joss Whedon, while he brought Danny Elfman on to do the score, at the same time, he didn't over-rely on it. And he yeah. didn't over-rely on mm. Superman's score either. It was just, just sprinkle it in there. Yeah. He didn't want to Brian Singer it. Even though that worked well. That was, that like you said, that was the best part of, of yeah. Superman Returns, and I was using that, that score. a very firm tongue-in-cheek, because that movie was terrible. <laughs> But the, the score was great. But yeah, those scenes. Like once you, <laughs> I'm like, I watched that that scene and I, the, the plane scene. I'm like, I love this movie. And the scene ends. And I'm like, oh no, I love that scene. Yeah, yeah. And that was a review of Superman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like it's slowly coming together with whether it's the Whedonisms isms or, or whatever. Like there were those moments. That element of this film was just perfect to me. That 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 music. It just seemed so natural. It didn't seem like he was trying to replace stuff that had existed before or anything like that. It was just, no, this is what belongs to these characters. Yeah. And he got to have fun with Batman being Batman, the Flash being the Flash, you know, and Wonder Woman being Wonder Woman. Like, while they're very different characters and they each bring something different to the team, which is almost a direct line from the film, you got to see why it made sense that they were there when they could, you know, why does Joss Whedon love the Flash? Well, this is why, and this is why he loves Batman and things like that. So, mm. yeah, I re- I really liked watching, even though a lot of this film still was Zack Snyder, the end product, the way that it was edited, <laughs> Joss Whedon having fun with these characters. Yeah, it was a polish. Yeah. You yeah. can polish a turd, turns out. <laughs> and the one man that can do it <laughs> yeah. is the mighty Joss. But, yeah, so what do you, th- like, I- I'd read an article today that he reshot 15% of this film. Does that surprise you having... That's what I mean. Like, but did you only like 15% of this film? Like, that's what I mean, is that did you... Nah. Yeah, like, I feel like if if we come in and go, oh, well, Zack Snyder's completely shit and Joss Whedon is completely awesome, well, then it wasn't just 15% of this film that was good. It's not like... Well, I, I guess it depends on how you view that 15%. If you want to look at it from a linear point of view and go, okay, and count percentages in terms of minutes... Yeah. Well, then... Yeah, it doesn't work that way. But the way I look at it is, if you look at it as a, as like a bar graph, and it's like the fifteen percent is the is the icing on the cake. Yeah. It's like cake is awesome. Yeah, cake also is also shit depending it's, on what yeah. flavor it is. But it's you put a nice icing over the top. Yeah, it's delicious, and it adds fifteen percent to the overall volume. But yeah. it all it it amplifies it so much more. Yeah, and to me, that's what this was. I love cake. I that's a good, cake. great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite. Sorry, I think my favorite scene in the whole movie was when Superman came back to life or was resurrected, as we've mentioned. The whole Terminator mm. aspect of it, it's funny, where it he was... was bad. I'm like, oh, an extra five minutes of that 
or maybe leading into the next scene, yeah. I would have been happier with. Well, I would, mm. I would agree that would be my favourite part of this film. And, and it's funny because it's butted up against my least favourite part of the film, which oh, yeah, is them God. resurrecting Superman. Yeah, like the actual true. resurrection and them going, let's just raise him from the dead using the mother box. And, and yeah, and the flash and, will run down the hallway and it'll just work. Yeah, like, and it's, what? It's, it's that it... <laughs> It's, t- it's, you know, we we're still dealing with this, like, how many years has it been since Man of Steel? And yeah. that friggin' Kryptonian ship is still sitting in the middle of Metropolis or wherever yeah. it may be. Well, I, that's all I actually wonder. As, uh, that's actually a good point. Just very quickly, if we think we've got an answer, is how long do we think that it's been since the events of BVS? Yeah. I don't think it's been, it hasn't been that long. Like I'd say a year to two. I don't, I don't even reckon at all. Like, uh, Suicide Squad... They it, it was obviously in the aftermath of Batman v Superman. It itself wasn't very long because that the the post credit scene of that film was Batman with Amanda Waller finding out certain information of the uh, future members of the Justice League. And this film picks up and he's obviously been looking into them, but he's also parodying yeah, but and stuff. Doesn't it say at the start that it's been eighteen months or something since the events of Man of Steel? That's the start of BVS. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So that ship's been there since Man of Steel. Hasn't been there. Since oh BVS, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's what I mean. Steel. So there's eighteen. We knew that going into. BVS, obviously, or we knew that during BVS. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, like no. since then, like it could have only been. I'm just, I'm just wondering. But like, that that ship has nothing to do with BVS. That that ship has to do with it's it's a it's a it's a handover from Man of Steel. So that ship has been sitting there for two years. Well, it did no, but it had to do with all that awful Lex Luthor stuff and the creation of faux Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's this. Magic- no, I mean, it's not like it's just been sitting there doing nothing story wise. Like it actually did play a part. Like not a good yeah, part. Yeah, but I'm but- just like, what? Why are they still just oh, absolutely it sit in the middle of a city and yeah, yeah, yeah. labs and stuff around it? Why not take it to Area 51? Or, yeah, yeah. You know, take it somewhere more secure because yeah, absolutely. Clearly, there's this magical pool that can do whatever the writers need it to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like I, I remember seeing when Prometheus it- Prometheus first came out. There was this great little chart, and it showed it's like okay, so man plus symbiote equals this. Man plus goo equals this. Goo plus symbiote equals... And it showed all the different permutations. Yeah. I feel like we can do one of those for for this. It's like, okay, so goo plus blood equals doomsday. Goo plus electricity equals resurrected Kryptonian. <laughs> just so many different different things yeah. that this magical goo can do, depending on what you add to it. Was it just me or was that water so more poo-like? <laughs> just, uh, well, for some reason it was just so well, dirty. You gotta think about it. Um, Chuck some chlorine in it. Doom, <laughs> Doom, it's still, it's still, like Doomsday's placenta is still in there. So it's, <laughs> yeah, run no a filter. Yeah, no uh, one's been chlorinating that. God, I've like, got a turtle tank at home. It yeah. cleans up that. God knows you know? what you get that, if you drop two hundred bucks onto it. Is that what she meant, Lois Lane? Oh, you smell good. Because like a baby smell. <laughs> Who's that? Handbrake. What? Handbrake. Handbrake Lane. I don't. I look. I don't know whether it's Amy Adams or whether it's Lois Lane. Yeah. But good God, she was a handbrake in this film. Oh, yeah. Oh. That, yeah. Those. That, yeah. That those. Scenes. To my most hated scene, which I thought you were alluding to, mm. was the the farm scene. Oh God, I could not handle that. I. Shit. I literally. You might have seen me because we're sitting next to us. But I literally yeah. put my hands up in frustration because yeah. I. I don't think I've actually said it. In, in the in the um, non-spoilers or now, but I actually like this film. I will see this movie. Yeah, it's again. strange. Actually, we got through twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We said that. No, Sorry, no, you didn't say that. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. I will see this film again. Yeah, I'll, I'll happily see it again. But because there were really great moments in it, and then there was this moment where they because I didn't, I don't care 
about Lois Lane and no, Clark Kent. I don't either. give This is not shits. a Superman movie. It's a Justice League movie. Given that I, I sat through BVS, I suffered through BVS, yeah. and the whole point of that is both their mum's names are Martha. I oh, know. And it, you don't know, remind me. <laughs> right? And then it, Clark realises he's reuniting with, um, with Lois Lane, and they're chatting in the big fake green screen field that they're in. Um, and then he realized, oh, you called my mom. And then obviously he's heard because the truck arrives, yeah. you know, a little bit like his mum gets out of the car, out of the truck. And it's like, I, I was in the moment there. I was like, if this movie was ever going to give me goosebumps or yeah. a little teary moment, this was it. it just, yeah. And what do they do? They cut away to a wide shot Yeah. and the house is, obstru- and there's no, there's not that moment of them connecting and a, and a father, yeah. uh, sorry, a mother and a son connecting and and she's like oh my god there was none of that yeah and it took me completely out of it you didn't see her face from his point of view running towards him feeling Mm. with no no emotion there's just so much of this film and this is what bvs lacked is so much of this film was up in people's faces which i loved because you could Mm. see the emotion that it was it was a character study it wasn't about stuff you know it was just about yeah. the people and their reaction and it's like we didn't get to see that reaction of uh, a mother and a son reuniting and it's yeah. like to me that's maybe because i'm single i don't know but to me that's more potent than him reuniting with with lois no i've never cared for amy adams in this role and I, maybe i'm a bit biased but i think it might be her performance because I don't know, in Man of Steel when she goes, oh, you want to fucking measure dicks or something? I'm mm. like, oh, why? Like, and that stupid, I think it was just that. The stupid line in this one where it's like, okay, so he's been resurrected. She's the one that snaps him out of his Terminator phase. We'll get back to the good yeah, stuff about the Terminator Hulk. phase in a minute. <laughs> um, he lifts her up and they and they fly away and he takes her to his the farm where he grew up in Smallville. Yeah. And she thinks it's about the house. Like yeah. he's spent the entire time outside looking at the sunset, the thing that gives him power, yeah. these beautiful panoramic views. And she's like, oh, why aren't you inside? Yeah. And he has to tell her, I've just been in a wooden box for the last yeah. however she's long. She's like, long. why aren't we in the bedroom? Like, she doesn't get <laughs> Thirsty! Thirsty. <laughs> um, like, she doesn't get it. Like, oh. Just, yeah, just... An... I said this to you, Brendan, as we are leaving, Mitch, you probably didn't hear us, but I said it. It's the equivalent of Empire when Luke goes into the cave to fight the hallucination of Darth Vader. It's just a handbrake yeah. of the entire film mm. of all the momentum is going and it just doesn't belong there. Yeah. And I feel like so much of the Amy Adams stuff It's a wonder why they didn't just that film. that cuz I'd you know you when you when you see scenes of that and you're like why didn't they put that in? And it's like oh maybe they didn't shoot that. I'm like, I I don't know why they couldn't have reshot that moment. Right? Well, it was all on blue screen, green screen like Yeah. Like and oh, I would love to know of the final product what we saw tonight. How much of the Henry Cavill stuff is part of the reshoots, a la CGI'd face where they've had to digitally remove his moustache that he will carry into Mission Impossible 6 next year when it comes out? Isn't because that ridiculous that Mission Impossible can have a contract over such a huge film like Justice League and like Henry Cavill, he's penciled in as Superman. Like he's it. Mm. So he should have like a and has like been an ironclad. Since, what, 2011, 2012. Yeah. If you need this, like this is null, this null and voids all your other contracts, and that has to be in your next ones. Like you're gonna have to shave it, mm. and he he should have to tell Mission Impossible Six. Sorry, I'll just I'll grow it back. Yeah, yeah I read, I read me, a well, I read a, a quote, couple of weeks to grow it yeah, back from right? Christopher McQuarrie, who's the director. He goes, oh no no no, you wait until you see what he does in this film, then you'll know why he can't wear a prosthetic. And I'm like, 
Yeah, no, I don't know, mate. Like, I, I think I want his real face and stuff like that. And like, I understand. Like, it's it's one job and it's another job. Like, I can understand why he's like every film has research, especially films of of, of this magnitude. So he would have in his contract of every other, of his next job, I have to go back and do other stuff. Yeah. But I guess if they go back and they, hey, well, we want to shave your head now. That wouldn't be part of his contract. Like, if he yeah. if he goes back to Justice League and like, okay, now when we resurrect you, you're going to be bald. Of course, Mission Impossible aren't going to be okay with that. Yeah. So I understand why. If that's not okay, then the Mo's not okay. But it just sucks that they had to do it. Now, when we first see that scene at the start where it's a, a kid's video and it looked real video game cutscene, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, no, is this how it's going to look? And it didn't. There were scenes where I knew that it was. Like, you could just tell. But I'm like, fuck, this looks actually re- pretty yeah. good. Like, when they've had to recreate half of a human face, they've never looked this good before when they've had to do stuff like this. Yeah. Shame they couldn't apply that to Steppenwolf, though, because he looked terrible the oh, entire time. Oh, God, that well, was he went, dreadful. He went why back didn't they get the live-action guy? Yeah, I don't know why they... I don't know. Because, like, the voice of the guy, that uh, Kieran Hines, who uh, it was one of the wildlings, I think he was the leader of the wildlings for a while in Game of Thrones, he's right. an older bloke, so he wouldn't be able to do all the stuff that they got him to do. So I like the fact they actually got a go with that voice, but they manipulated it enough that it's like, well, you probably could have done that with a young bloke that could have given you mm. just a, a random guy. Do you know what it is? It, to, yeah, a, it, a stun actor, really. It really worries the me voice. about Thanos. I go, ooh, is, yeah. is Thanos I've always been nervous that about bad? that, but... Because really he only says a, a couple of words at a time what we've seen of him But at so least far. they've actually got Brolin and they're doing motion capture, aren't they? Like yeah. they did with... Uh, what's Colossus. It called? No, the monkey movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dawn. Uh, uh, apes, apes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apes so drunk might, together. <laughs> it but might I'll, not be that bad. Yeah, I'd, I'd just love to know how much of the final product Superman was part of the reshoots because I'd say 90% of him He's... on screen in this movie tonight is CGI'd off Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Which he is crazy. Very, I had, I had so no that's idea what I mean, about like... the Mo. I actually spoke to you guys um, as we were sort of waiting for, through the credits mm. that I actually thought there's a moment sort of, yeah, when he is full Terminator and he's got Batman sort of held up by the throat. I actually thought they'd mo capped the entire bottom half of his face and just voiced over new lines. Yeah. Um, because Joss had gone, oh, that's not going to work, and, and rewritten that scene to yeah. make, have it make more sense. Mm. Uh, and honestly, I don't know whether that's the case or not or whether it was just to um, get rid of the mo. Yes, yeah, so that's I'm just wondering with that scene with Diane Lane as um, Martha Kent that I'm, I'm trying to picture in my mind them actually like hugging each other and you see him side on. And I think that might have been a real shot. So I'm wondering whether that is a shot they have, even though they've went back and reshot shots from that scene and new lines from that scene, they didn't bother adding that. Maybe it's like, well, we're not flying in Diane Lane to do that. We'll just reshoot the Henry Cavill stuff and mm-hmm. you know chuck it all in. As is the beauty, love it or hate it, of green screening stuff is that you can you know you can do that. So it's just interesting that for an almost an entire character arc, that it's it's the reshot stuff. Yeah. Do you know the funniest part? This is the first time. In what three films I've enjoyed Henry Cavill as yeah, Superman? I was just about to say mm. that. This is the well, first time I think it's because I've he wasn't to him. so brooding and like, yeah. he actually right. smiled in this. Well, that's yeah. it. That's what Mitch was saying. Like, was just saying about you know trying to do the uh, the reunion of of him and his mum. It's like, well, they don't have any shots of Henry Cavill smiling that they can just pull from the yeah. archives mm. and yeah. slap in there because he's always been this sullen, wanky douche. In fairness, yeah. he has smiled a lot with his mother, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. And mm. that's what I, I was going to, I enjoyed about this as well. While 
they are coming off the, the brutish stuff and whatever from past films is that when he is brought back to life and they said he will be more of the Superman that people love. He's, he's you know, happy and stuff like that. And he's, yeah. his suit's going to be a lot bluer and all this other stuff. He's going to be more of the classic Superman than, than what we've seen before. I thought the colour was amped up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's what, redder and he's bluer. Martha must have a good job sewing that up after he got, like, <laughs> a cavity put through, through, his, right, through his chest. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I missed that scene. That was one of the best ways I've seen a trailer end even knowing that he was going to be back in this film I think it might have actually been the Comic Con trailer and it ends with like the Jurassic Park sort of shaking of the water and it's Alfred working on something in the Batcave and then you don't see who you looking who he's looking at but he's like he said you might come let's hope you're not too late and everyone's like oh my god that's Superman coming back Yeah. now we had been introduced to Superman in this movie by this stage we'd seen him in uh, you know the farm blah 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 and I'm like when he showed up to you know, some Boy Scout line to Steppenwolf about, oh, I don't think I like what you're doing here. And that's his reveal that he, Superman, is back. I'm like, oh, I really, I wanted that scene with mm. with Alfred because while it makes sense that it's like, you know, that that line from last oh, so Lane he going, tells them where they are. Well, not, not so much Because I was like, how did, I mean, Lois wasn't there, so there's no... Lois Lane radar. Yeah. No penis radar. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, she's in trouble. But yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe part of that. But I guess even though she gave him the lines, like, it's, I'm sorry, but I have to send you back. Like, she knows that he has to go and do this thing. They they do need him. So mm. she had to send him away. That's enough of a line for me to go, okay, well, it wasn't like he just up and went, I'm going to go save the world now. Like, she said, this is what you got to go do, blah, blah, blah. We but I, I really wanted first. that. Hey. We've got to repair your outfit first. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know. um, Super so it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I just wanted that scene, just a, a midway point to say, hey, he's went to check in. And maybe, maybe Batman had his outfit laying in the fucking Batcave yeah. for all we know. That like, they cool. buried Clark Kent in a suit. Yeah. He's probably got, he's got fucking dead Robin's outfit in the Batcave. Clearly, Why would um, he have a dead oh, Superman? That'd be just, sick. Just reminding him of all the dead people <laughs> yeah. that he's lost, you know? I clearly buried him in a uh, Hulk fabric suit. That uh, as it explodes, just happens to leave pants on for yeah. him. The rest oh, yeah. of him I tell you what, he was fucking jacked like he's never yeah. been before in this I film. Ha- Holy I Christ! Had a little bit of a Chris Evans moment. <coughs> yeah, I have well, to say, you should have. Like, and you know what? A little bit extra, a little bit extra brown sugar on there. <laughs> <laughs> Repping one for the hairy man. I love it. Bring it on, Henry Cavill. Even if we Absolutely. have to take your moustache off. Yeah. I have to say, I went in. Like I said in our spoilers, in our non-spoilers, I was happy to come in here and, and tear this film apart, but. <laughs> I can't. Like, yeah. it was pretty enjoyable. I went in with rock bottom expectations. I had uh, nothing. I was yeah, the me whole. Too. Like, I love Jason Momoa so, so much as an actor and as a person. He's just a brilliant dude. And that trailer when he's like, my man, I was like, oh God, they're going to make me Jesus. hate Jason Momoa. I wish yeah. I had the sound, but like, here, you know what? I'm going to find it. I'm going to insert it right here, what you said during our Thor chat. In uh, definitely a few weeks' time, uh, as far as our movie chats go, I think our next big screening, Maddie, uh, one that's got us all Uh-oh. excited it's yet not, nervous, is is, uh, is Justice League. I think on the fifteenth of November is our screening. It does come out on the sixteenth of November. In the meantime, can uh, I preface it by saying I love Jason Momoa? Yes, pre Justice League. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to say that post Justice League. Oh, we've got to record now. We'll play I it back to you in a couple weeks. I want to establish a blanket love for Momoa. Yep. Just I need I need to just cover bases before we go into this <laughs> film because I'm 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 worried. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Maddie. So how do you feel about him after the film? I still love Jason Momoa. Oh, thank, thank God. God. Yeah. You don't like, want to lose a love for that man. Like not even when he did that horrible Conan movie. Like even that that was pushing it. You know when yeah, he did I that one with Rose. I didn't McGowan, put myself through I that. Like, I think he could have been a good Conan. He was a good Conan in a bad movie. Yeah, but I wasn't worried about him. 
I was just worried about the... Because all we saw from the trailers was him kind of being that dismissive douche to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then suddenly we see him at the end of the trailer. He's like, my man, woo! And he's surfing on the Batmobile. And I'm just like, oh God, what kind of arc is he going to have? Yeah. But aside from that my man line still being the most ridiculous thing in the film, aside from Superman's resurrection, I guess, um, (laughs) I actually enjoyed his character. And there was yeah. that moment when he's sitting on the Batmobile and he's starting to monologue and I'm going, what the hell is wrong with, what, where, what is, and then he's sitting on the lasso of truth. And I'm oh, just like, yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was awesome. That's brilliant. I did not see that coming. That yeah. was, that was really genius in a way to give yeah. him a little bit of an emotional resonance. Yeah. Cause he needed to get to that sing. point where he said that, but yeah. it wasn't going to be natural if he just up and went all emotional. And that's what it felt yeah. so unnatural. I was like, why is he, di- 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 oh, oh, okay. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Joss. And again, that's something only that only Wonder Woman can do. Yes. No one else is making him do that. So that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. funny. And then I had pause for, for Cyborg. I'm still... He was... He was better than I expected. I think he was so crucial to their mission. Mm. Like, if they didn't have him... Yeah. They would yeah. be so screwed. Because his, his hand turned into everything, and then it turned into the, the key in the Kryptonian yeah. ship. Yeah. Yeah, where was he in Man of Steel? That yeah. Solved a lot of <laughs> <issues>. <laughs> and one of my main issues is, is, for me, when I think of Cyborg... He's the heavy hitter. He's the big gun. Mm. He's literally a foot taller and two foot wider than yeah. the biggest muscle guy on their team. Like the he, thing or the Hulk. Yeah, you know, because he's got to have cannons and weapons and all these things that form out of him and all that sort of stuff. And I get what they were doing now with this in terms of it was kind of like they were playing with the negative space and trying to go, yeah. okay, it's not just a dude in a chrome suit. It's, yeah. You know, they were showing you the negative space, happy space with, in his body. Because I was expecting that just to be the slog guy and I'm like, oh, that's boring. Yeah. And then right at the end of the film in that final montage, you kind of see he's doing some upgrades and he's getting that iconic chest plate with the circle piece in it. Yeah. And he's building on himself because now he is cyborg. He's, he's decided that's who he is and he's going to... Yeah. So now I can see the, the future steps of it of, okay, well... Yes, he's not what I think he is at the moment, but I can see in the next film or the film after, mm. he's possibly going to be that bigger, bulkier, you know, yeah. cyborg that I was looking for. So I kind of, I'm happy with where it's at, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. sort of where where it goes with that. Because so, I was I was expecting Flash to be that kind of techie science lab nerd who would be mm. onto the computers and stuff, but he was more like. Like very... they did with Power Rangers on the Spectrum, almost this guy. Yeah, yeah, very much. It was very different, given that you know Barry's always been the the brash, you know, yeah. cocky, confident, yeah. and they've gone the complete opposite with it. Yeah, which I didn't mind. There was maybe one or two jokes in there they could have just stripped back on yeah. a little bit, turn it down a couple yeah, of notches. But, um, but that's just a personal preference, I guess. Yeah. And then there's there was some actually there's some there's some good gear in here from uh, from them. I know. Mm. I remember you guys talking about Thor Ragnarok in terms of the CGI. I felt that the some of the CGI scenes were a little bit weak. For example, the uh, the Wonder Woman scene at the start where she's foiling the bank robbery or whatever that was mm. just that when she's stopping the bullets coming through i was just like oh it's a bit clunky yeah didn't need that entire row yeah it's like we, we've seen her block oh, i bullets. didn't mind that I actually quite i actually found myself really liking it which makes sense because i was like oh yeah and i sort of like almost nudged you brendan i yeah. didn't, didn't get any reaction i'm like all right cool it's just <laughs> <laughs> where's lincoln yeah. when you need him yeah. excited about everything yeah i did notice there were remarkably quite a lot of arse and box shots 
of, uh, of Gals. Of Gals? See, that, there yeah. was one crucial one. When I say crucial one, like it featured in the trailers where she sort of does the big leg sweep. Oh, yeah, I don't mind that. But, there was but that was really long, really slow in the trailer. And that, no, but that, that didn't feature in the film. Yeah, and I was no. like, well, okay, that's good that they've they've kind of cut that out. But then there's that shot where they're all jumping out, like into the silo or whatever, and yeah. there's, there's legit hot oh, abso- for us. Absolutely, yeah. Out. Like all the other guys. And I was just like, oh, I don't really need that. I mean, I'll, I'll take it, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to... But it wasn't necessary. It wasn't, mm. You know, it didn't, it didn't need to be there. No, but there was... There was a couple of shots there, low angle ones. I'm like, we can kind of raise it up a bit. Come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. The, the CG though, I think, was a vast improvement on like BVS, and even Wonder Woman had a couple of moments where, and I, we, I think we spoke about mm. this. Well, I did. The the lack of weight, and yeah. in some moments, I think that they went too hard. They tried to sell it with audio. There was a like I found mm, there was a couple yeah. of moments the audio while we were in the cinema really jarring, like they'd amped it up too high to sort of give it, try and give it this weight. But the actual CG itself, I, I found, was a little more believable in this film. than yeah. Excluding Steppenwolf. He's his own yeah, issue. Yeah. But just the, the superhuman-y snuff stuff of it and, yeah. the, and the CG stuff I felt was, um, was a little more believable this time. I couldn't cop that Nightcrawler thing for the life of me, though. What the hell was that? It was like it was a just, replicator yeah. out of Stargate. It was, it was, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It, just, it, it was the most impractical thing... <laughs> Yeah. I mean that that whole it wasn't even fast. No, and it's like they're in this you know silo, and they're you know it was just the most impractical thing to bring to that battle. Yeah, like I it just yeah didn't I kick didn't... ass, did nothing. Actually, did nothing. Mm. No, and didn't... there was nothing to suggest that his regular bat plane couldn't fit down there. Like yeah. that thing he was flying that hovered mm. at the end that he flew in BVS. Like that's it's round. Which for and some it's reason, small. we're not allowed to call it a bat wing anymore after Nolan movies. Really? They call what did they call it? The they just called it the, the bat, bat in that. I was like, come on! But they didn't yeah. have they didn't have the Batman build. They called it the fucking tumbler, which yeah. still makes me angry. Yeah. But I did notice uh, Affleck call it the Batmobile in this. He oh, actually okay. said the word Batmobile. In How this cool movie. was that Mercedes as well? That yeah. was cool. That, same shape. That reminded me of Keaton's Batmobile. Yes, absolutely. So That's what I said to Brent. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that thought that. I was I'm just like, like yeah. paint that bitch black. And take that out, you know? <laughs> a couple of fins and you're away. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I quite liked the, um, as far as the new character stuff, like, I found Aquaman probably had the the least to do or the weakest sort of arc in a way. Like, yeah. mm. Flash, I liked him, the, you know, nervous young kid, the, 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 the new hero coming into his powers, trying to figure out, one, what he's doing, but two, within this team. Cyborg, yeah, I, I think he was, as far as what I feared he could have been, that side of it, he was MVP in a way because I was just like, wow, I didn't expect you to, obviously, like you said, Brendan, have so much to do. Yeah. But also the way that that actor, who was a stage actor, um, traditionally, Ray Great Fisher. Voice. Yeah. That the way Great that he, the way that he carried it wasn't too robotic, but it, he didn't ever dip into just being, you know, mm. sort of this regular bloke. Yeah, the irony being that Batman had the most mechanical voice out of anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So his voice modulator. Um, but the Aquaman stuff. I liked the the legend status on him when they went to that town where he was bringing them fish when it was too cold for the you know the, the, mm. the, the everything had frozen over blah 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 and he was his guy they saw had superpowers but he was their savior so it's like well he's their guy they looked after him yeah. See, to me that that scene made no sense yeah yeah I felt like um, maybe there was some other stuff that they, they've they've taken away from that well, either no, before well, no, no. afterwards maybe Bruce Wayne knows who he is he saw the video he yeah. saw yeah. that that, got, that was the whole thing at the end that's of that's why I lent him out here he knows who he is right yeah, yeah. And did I don't know but did we miss a part where he was he joking or 
that he didn't know he was Arthur Curry, or I, it wasn't yeah. until he threw him up against the wall. He's like, "Oh, yeah. it's you." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether. Oh, well, I no, I think he must have because when he looked over and he saw that drawing on the wall, it was very clearly a drawing of the guy standing in the room that looked like yeah. Jason Momoa. So I think he knew it was almost just his way of like wanting. Aquaman to reveal himself and actually own up to it sort of thing. Because he was more worried about that drawing. It wasn't, holy shit, that's you. It was, you got these mother box drawings that I've seen. Like, So here's here's my twofold problem with that. The one being that everyone in the entire town now knows Bruce Wayne is Batman. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, so ridiculous. He calls him Batman three times while there's other people around Mm. and says he dresses like a bat. And why would Bruce Wayne go there? That's like... I don't know, Kanye West rocking up to a little town and turns out Kanye West is actually Batman. It's mm. like people rec- know who Bruce Wayne yeah, is. True. He's a he's a rich that's the, that's Bruce that's Bruce Wayne's job as Batman's cover. I thought he's, this was a Kanye this... free zone, however. <laughs> well, I was just trying to think of a rich douche and that was the yeah. first one that came to mind. Um but that's who Bruce Wayne is supposed to be, this this flashy, brash sort of douche that is the cover that you would never think that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. Mm. But it's like if Bruce Wayne comes to town looking for Aquaman and then these these people know who Arthur yeah. Curry is. They don't speak town. English. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. It was yeah. like, ah, and they it was don't like, know. What? <laughs> so that was, that was my problem there, one fold. And then twofold being that it seems like since the events of Batman v Superman, he and Diana are obviously working together. Yeah. But he's never shown her any of the stuff that Lex Luthor has been drawing, it feels like this whole time he's been going, these boxes, these boxes are the key, these boxes are the key. And then he goes to find Arthur Curry and, oh, there's three boxes, these boxes are the key. And then he goes to talk to Dan and Dan is like, yeah, those are mother boxes. My people have been protecting one <laughs> yeah. for the last 5,000 million years. Now, I wanted to touch on that. That that never was spoken about, right, in, in Wonder Woman or anything never. before. So I don't know what it is in the comics, if if anything at all, but I just found it was like, a little bit too much like, you know, Infinity Stones. Um, yeah, to me, there's there's multiple mother boxes. From from the little bits and pieces I know, it basically it's technology that is of Apocalypse, which right. is um, Dark Side. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's two worlds, and it's going to bug me, but there's the New Gods on... New Genesis? New you, Genesis, you thank that's you. The planet? Yep. Thank you, yes. And and that's kind of like the, the good side to Apocalypse... There's dark side, and there's the mother box and the father box, and right, and all that sort of stuff. So, because it was a little bit like Lord of the Rings in terms of, oh mate, the the, the humans have them, and mate, the, the elves have the, one. The the third mother box was hidden in Middle Earth. Yeah, like when they buried it, that was a scene it straight out of Middle yeah. Earth with the guys with the crowns and stuff. I, I was know. like, come on, that crown was. Oh, and especially the, the war. Things. It was like the first war in the Lord of the Rings against yeah. Sauron. It's like it was too too much for me. Yeah, the, even though it was cool, like having the lanterns there. That yeah, was nice that was sick. Part. I sort of yeah, almost caught on to that too late. Lantern. I was just like, "Holy yeah. shit!" There, like, that's oh no, it's gone now. Like, yeah, I yeah. didn't appreciate it enough when yeah. it was. So happening. it's like everyone who said Green Lantern confirmed for this film can actually yeah. say, "Yes, Green Lantern was in... just not yeah. the Green Lantern." How fucking sick was it when the Green Lantern got killed and then the ring? came off his finger yeah, and, and flew away. straight back up to find like the next worthy yeah. person. Like, yeah. that is sick. I, I, I really hope that ring, the next person who wore that ring wasn't Hal Jordan or, yeah. or Guy Gardner or someone yeah. like that. It's like, you'd assume if the, the Guardians of Oliver existed for, you know, millennia and, and that 
potentially is one of the the lanterns that guarding the the Earth sector. Yeah. Then potentially that, that ring should would be his ring, yeah. eventually become you know. Hal well, yeah, that, it was a massive, spark. super close up of it. So I'm mm. only hoping that it yeah. would be. But yeah, it was it was a different take on the on the mother boxes. Which again, I'm not I'm not huge. My main sort of knowledge base that I'm drawing on is the Young Justice cartoon. That was my yeah. first introduction to New Genesis, the New Gods, Mother Boxes, Boom Tubes. Mm. Yeah, so it, I, I didn't mind it, but the using the Mother Box to bring Superman back to life was the big disappointment for me. I wanted mm. what I had to suffer through with BVS, with the funerals, and then the little rocks at the end. It's like I wanted, I don't know, something else. I wanted something else to happen, and I wanted Superman to come back of his own accord. I wanted... Yeah. Maybe a fight with Steppenwolf breaks open the coffin or something. He gets exposed to sunlight and that. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Maybe he was buried with something that Steppenwolf needed. Yeah. Uh, I think just them going, oh, yeah, let's bring him back to life. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit. I, I, I would have yeah, preferred, even like if they it. kept what they did, but it didn't bring him back to life sort of straight away. Like, they try and then they fail, you know. Oh, I just think um, it was a big. bit like, say, John Snow is. It's like, this is, this is what's going to bring him back to life. Ah, fuck. and then they leave, or what? And whatever happens, I don't know whether he gets up and he's he's bad Superman Terminator style, or he gets up and just goes walkabout for a while. I was while thinking or something. I when don't they know. say, "Oh, something bad could happen," I was hoping something about Bizarro. Yeah, well, there was a lot of shit going out that, that he would come back. He'd be wearing a black suit. He was gonna have a fucking mullet yeah. and a beard. Well, that's what, and... that's what it's like in the in the cartoons because I think it's in the in the comics and stuff because they yeah they jettison his body into space. So they don't bury him at Earth. They jet, mm. jet, and anyway, he gets exposed to another yellow sun somewhere, somewhere and it, or a red sun or whatever, and it energizes him and brings him back to life. Mm. But yeah, he doesn't have sort of the he doesn't have his memories, and he's a bit a bit darker yeah. than. than yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mm. For some reason, mm. I was just like, "Oh wow!" I wasn't expecting them to do this because it's out of the box. Yeah, it's not like cliche, cliche like DC EU. Yeah, done. like like BVS and Man of Steel. Yeah. Like, it was really nice. There was a sense of levity to it, but also stakes. I mean, there was that yeah. brilliant moment where with the Flash, with the Flash, yeah. where he, he noticed it and his eyes following. The Flash is <laughs> yeah. like, oh he, shit, he, is he? This hasn't happened before. Is he following me? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's following me, you know. And then the way they were able to buy it back, where he could see him, he could react to him, but he just wasn't fast enough. Because yeah. it's like, if Superman, an evil, you know, Terminator Superman, did punch Barry Allen, Barry Allen's dead. Yeah. Mm. I don't care how fast he's going, he's dead. Yeah. So the fact that he could never land a punch on him, yeah. I think was great. That and was all he great. could, you know, would make Barry trip and it was only Barry's counter which yeah, knocked him down. Yeah, mm. which I which I think um was re- to me I enjoyed that that whole sequence. Yeah. Um once, you know, he he landed sort of he, the stupid resurrection scene, once he did land at the yeah. Um, the crumbled sort of statues. From then on, I was like, "This is a really good yeah. scene." Yeah, One of those like everything. playing with your toys type moments, you yeah. know, like Civil War was. Where it's mm. like, what would happen if these two? And it's like, yeah, you know, not knowing enough about these characters. That set, whatever that fight scene was better than all the BVS fight scenes, as far as I'm concerned. Yep, without a doubt. Oh, a, a bad Superman taking on yeah. the rest, or him and Flash, like. The bad that Superman. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was better than the Batman-Superman fights. And that's why I just, I loved, Completely. I'd yeah, heard yeah. going in, there's two post credit scenes, and if you're a comic nerd, this is just, this shit is just going to make you lose your 
in mind. Yeah. Mm. And so when that first one pops up, absolutely no weight worth nothing stakes, nada. It was just pure fun. It's yes. like, you know yeah. what? Here's the fastest guy on land. Here's the yeah. fastest guy through flight. And so I thought they were actually going to run. I thought they were going to have a running race. Yeah. Because from whatever I've, I've always been told, it's like you put Superman in the, in, in the sky, he's the fastest guy around. Yeah. You put him in water, Aquaman's faster swimmer. Yeah. You put him on land, the Flash is a faster runner. So I thought it was going to be mano y mano foot race. Yeah. But it was still kind of cool just to see them yeah. just slow-mo yeah. running, just a little flying. Bit of fun. And it was, it was us getting to get used to the, this new Barry Allen, this sort of nervous, you know, sort of weird sort of guy, yeah. in a in a genuine sort of way. Yeah, it's like, and, oh, if, okay. and very much he's the only us member of that team. Like he is, mm. he's got superpowers. But all of a sudden, he's trying to figure out what to do with them and how to use yeah. them, whatever. Yeah. But he's also surrounded by superheroes. Like he lost his mind when he saw the bat signal, and yeah. then Superman's there, and it's like, holy shit, what am I supposed to yeah, do with these like, people? He's like the Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, kid. absolutely. Yeah. And then, and then you've got Batman, uh, Superman there, and it's like, yes, he's saying these cheesy Boy Scout lines, you know, these Captain America kind of lines, but he's saying it with just sort of this tongue-in-cheek, winky sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So and it's much better. like that's the that's the Superman I've been waiting for yeah. since Man of Steel. It's yeah. like if this is the Superman we got back then, yeah, I think I'd be much more. I'd have been on board this much much sooner. But yeah. it's yeah, this is this is the direction that bit more cocky, a bit going. more happy. Yeah, and that's that's why I think yeah, even just, the bits that we you know, may not necessarily have liked, like the the resurrection stuff, because it had to do with the amniotic fluid in that ship that's been around blah 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 for me it was like it was pay it was using things we don't like to pay off in a way that's good it's like you brought him back great now what are you going to do with him yeah can we destroy sudden, that ship or, that's, that's, that's yeah. what i mean or move yeah. it back to uh, alaska or whatever well, see, and that's, say, that's his see that's what i love that's and his so that's, solitude yeah is yeah. it it's, it's a it's a mix of three different iterations of the fortress of solitude when they made yeah. it that way it's a ship but it's also in the ice so it's technically like the traditional one but it's also something else so the mm. fact that it's been pushed here i'm like i would love for them to have done something like that but i also when they at the end uh go back into wayne manor i'm like yeah, and rebuild the mansion, man. I want traditional Batman. I want you to build the mansion again. I don't which want is, you on a lakeside. But then he's like, yeah. put put a table. I'm like, is this going to be the Hall of Justice? Yeah, is it going to be old Wayne Manor? But they oh, was that was that Wayne Manor at the end? Was yeah, I yeah. assumed yeah. it was. Yeah, it was too. Wayne Manor. But I thought they were full going to go Hall of Justice. At that the end that's all I took it as. I didn't take that as Wayne Manor. No, at it was all. Wayne I mean, Manor. But I think that he might be almost terraforming that to be the new Hall. Yeah. But they didn't. I they didn't say enough to confirm that. Did they have an establishing shot of the house? Because I didn't. I thought. Not this time around. Lois Lane did a stupid fucking whole rhetoric, poetry writing bullshit, Mm. and it was something about because it's darkness and then the reflection. Hey, hey, Maddie, blame Joss for that. He left it in. So he just needed to leave that in. (laughs) Reflections, and then they showed the chandelier, and that, Mm. and we're in there already. Yeah. So I assumed it was that. Yeah. How can you have a melon of water if you don't have a watermelon? Like it, yeah. uh, oh, you and I actually the candle is fire. wasn't yeah. even really listening to anything she said. I, I was, I was just taking the visuals. Like said. I was yeah. like, there was so much no, going no, on I with different characters. Yeah. Um, I should have just had some no, nice I, Superman score. I never, or, I never read that um, that mansion as being Wayne Manor. I yeah. just read it as oh, they've just found this place, um, and it's going to be turned into the Hall of Justice. I would yeah. have liked them to do the. I guess they'll probably get to it eventually, but the satellite, whatever it oh, is. Oh, when the, the space tower, station the thing. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> so good. Um, but the other thing about like paying off in a way, like for me, I don't mind that he was brooding and even the destruction at the end, like he'd been Superman, really, like he'd been Superman for a day. He'd been flying for a couple of days before the end of Man of Steel because as much as I love 
the original Superman the movie from 78. Like he was, you know, Boy Scout nerdy kid. His dad dies. He runs to the snow, throws something that he doesn't even really know what it is. Fortress of Solitude is created. He sits there and watches videos for 20 years. And then he's got a suit and he flies and he knows exactly what to do. It's like in five minutes of listening to Marlon Brando going, and then this will happen. And then you've got to learn about this. And, you know, fade, fade, fade. It was like, well, just believe us. He became the traditional Superman grown-up Boy Scout Clark Kent in there. You don't even... You know the story. You don't need to know how it happened. So I didn't mind that what Man of Steel was. He didn't really have anything to do in in BVS at all. Like, he was just sort of there yeah. to be Superman. And mm. that's what I have heard about the extended cut is that it does give more Clark Kent to that story. It makes his part of that story actually have a... You, you actually care about the fact that he dies at the end because he's got something to do in that film other than just sort of being there waiting for the next scene. Blaine. So when he comes here, it's like it, whether you loved or hated what they did in Man of Steel, now he is that traditional Superman because he, he died, he come back, and now he appreciates being alive. He said that a couple of times. He's yeah. like, yeah. I like being alive now. Yeah. And so he's been dead and now he's come back and he's seen what he can do. He's got people, blah, blah, blah. So I love that. Yeah, now we have got Henry Cavill, who's a great actor, and he looks great in the part, and they've got this modern suit, but the the more traditional 70s colours in your face. Mm. It's like, okay, now give me give me Man of Steel 2, or give me a movie actually called Superman, because we've never had that before, yeah. and show me what this modern version of this very traditional old-school character is mm. now. What can you do with him? Yeah, Get rid Play. of Amy Adams to start with. Yeah, I just... Not too late for Rachel McAdams, mate. No, bring her in. <laughs> bring her in. Just, yeah. Absolutely. Just trade into the Superior Adams <laughs> yeah. and um, see if that helps. Yeah. There was a little plot hole there that I think needs to be touched on too in the fact that, again, I suffered through those funerals in Batman v Superman. Mm. They buried Superman. They buried Clark Kent. Yeah. Everyone in Clark Kent's life, the Daily Planet, he's dead. Mm-hmm. The reason is the farm got foreclosed on is because Martha couldn't maintain the yeah. you know, she couldn't maintain the farm on her own. Mm. Even in Smallville, you know, Clark helps out, and the reason this tiny yeah. farm can survive is because he does all the work. Fucking <laughs> Superman's there, you know, lifting yeah. up the tractor to repair it. Yeah. Well, Superman died. The world's mourning Superman, even though the world hated Superman, but now yeah. some of the world's mourning Superman. Some which did. I'll never. Get. I know you've never rewatched the movie, but. Yeah. They said yeah, some but, did, but a lot loved him as well. Yes. Yeah, Continue. Still. Um, <laughs> it goes against my point, but still. Go, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So now the world's like, oh, Superman's back. Yeah. And then everyone in Clark Kent's life is like, hey, Clark, where have you been? We were at your funeral. Yeah, see, that's yeah. that's the one thing. As, as whatever other things. He should from now on. That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. He, see, should, he shouldn't have gone back to working at the Daily Planet. No. He should just be Kal-El. He should have his uh, Fortress of Solitude yeah. up on the North Pole or Canada or whatever. Be done with Lois Lane. Yeah, be done well, with Lois Lane. Well, Lois aside, see, start. that's what I love about Superman. Even Batman said, he goes, he's, whether you know you believe the line, or he's more human than I am, the fact that he said, he's his alien, he's all powerful, but he chose to live as a human. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's actually f-ing cool about Superman. Oh, yeah. And see, that's what I love about him is that he he has got this alter ego. So I don't want to lose that. Like, even the even when they started, you know, from It happens the eventually. End, and they worked their way backwards in Man mm. of Steel, was when he met Lois Lane, like, she never was under any guise that he was this Clark Kent guy. She only ever knew him as this supernatural type character I was a bit like ah, oh, I like the secrecy stuff because that was so much fun in the old school super, uh, yeah. Superman yeah. Uh, Christopher Reeve yeah. movies They're, I think in number three or four Superman and Clark Kent go on a double date 
Yes. And he flies in Brilliant. and out of the hotel room. Cheesy shit, but it's Brilliant. fun because it's like, well, yeah, he would have to. Like, how yeah. would they be? Whatever. You know, yeah. so I miss that. But now it's like, oh, I'm so used to that. I... If I could even just one shot, and I know you guys would take out a thousand others, but even just one thing, if I could remove it from BVS, okay, one of the things, one shot would be <laughs> the shot of the paper where they go, we're mourning one of our own, Clark Kent. Just take that out because then it removes so many other problems. It's like people, maybe he's feared dead in the destruction of, in the, in the BVS yeah, fight we, or we something. See, we see the... Um the funeral, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, no, I know that, I know that. But that, that's Smallville, like that's that Smallville, that small town sort of stuff. Like the fact that it's yeah. in the paper of the biggest city in the world, yeah. That's one thing. Again, who's remembering and reading it? But the key people that are part of his world, you know, I'm well, just, the people that he's got to reintroduce himself yeah. back into it, into his like, hey Perry, I'm back from the dead. Would you like me to go and cover that story about Superman? How he's back from the dead too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same as both... same as Superman Returns as well. It's like, yeah. oh, Clark's been on a sabbatical for six years. So has Superman. Mm. But um, I, I did like everything that Batman said, like Bruce Wayne said about him being more human than the rest of us. Blah blah blah. But I, I leaned over to Brandon at one point. And I went, "How does Bruce know? It was a great sentiment. Yeah, yeah. Bruce shouldn't have been the one to deliver it. It should have been his mother." Or Lois, or well, even he, he did. Ha- I mean, he he would have probably asked a few questions though. Like just, but I mean, just because he, he hated didn't him see for the whole fucking movie. He no, 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 I know, I get that, but that's that's the overarching problem is how much he fucking loved him. But you can't say, oh well, he didn't know that about him just because we didn't see them have a conversation. Like we haven't seen three, whole... six weeks of our of their lives, six months of their lives. Who's to say that he didn't actually speak to Lois once and go, hey, that bloke that just did that for us. Tell me about him. Yeah, but he's getting it secondhand. He's he's regurgitating yeah. the chick who's in love with him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He doesn't know for himself. Yeah, That's but I feel saying. like you would also Why have a problem it? if it was low, say Lois delivering that line to. Like, he, he was. I think Wonder Woman needed to be told those things by Batman to justify the stupid decision as it may be. Sure. To two words. Yeah. Yes. Uh, two words at the start of the speech. Lois said. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I. Yeah. Need. Ab- no. Absolutely. Yeah. I because I for me, even in the marketing, the Martha, because he's. Pooning her big time. <laughs> oh yeah, he's getting in the monster. Like, oh, you know what mom. I mean? Funny, right at the end, like mom. where he's like moving her back into her house, and Call like Superman, daddy. Superman just turns around, and speaks to Lois or something, and then like they just give each other the, the yeah. eyes, or she's carrying like another box of stuff into the house, and they just like you know do the, do the old pinky hold as they walk past, and it's like oh, what's going on here? It's like where were yeah. you moving to? Oh, I was moving to a uh, 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 Gotham City? No, no, no reason yeah. though. I was also worried about this. And we we mentioned that the bad. It was good CGI at times, and other times it was just very flat. But with Steppenwolf, but yeah. the actual nature of the villain itself, like I'd read going in, really flat villain and all this other stuff, and I'm like, okay, well, really, as comic book movie fans, we've been treated to in twenty films, two slash three good villains anyway. So it's not going to be you know, completely away from the norm. But going into this thinking that it was going to be this awful villain, and even though we've been given very flat sort of, you know, rudderless villains for so long in comic book movies, I didn't think it was like base level the worst thing we've ever seen at the same no, time. Like I just thought it, the whole, the face was just like, this is a yeah, cartoon. The lips, mm. the lips yeah. did not match what he was saying. Yeah. Like it was just... Even the skin tone was like, what's, yeah. what's happening here? Mm. I had no idea. But as 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 a character, I didn't mind kind of his archness, and no. you know he did sort of say um, Darkseid once. Yeah, you know. But you know what? I was actually and... waiting for Darkseid to come into it because I thought, or is that supposed to be Justice League Two? Well, 
at one stage, I, I think it, it was supposed to be Justice yeah. League, and that was years ago. Then they go, no, Steppenwolf, but he's because Steppenwolf is uh, uh, Darkseid's uncle, I believe, in in, in the source material. I'd right. never heard of Steppenwolf, and until that he but he works for him. The BVS bonus features. That was the first I'd even heard the term. Right. Yeah. Right. Completely. But yeah, I, I was wondering whether they would do it actually, because I thought when you've got Apocalypse in X Men. You've got Darkseid in Justice League, and yeah. you've got Thanos in the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. There's three giant purple bad guys and that Dark the audience, mainstream audience, has to get used to. And then Darkseid's planet is called Apocalypse. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So it's, like, so it's confusing. <laughs> it's it's okay though, so it's all right. It's okay. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was expecting. It like Suicide Squad for Darkseid to come out at the end, and mm. I was like really happy that the film ended <laughs> when it did. <laughs> yeah. Like good. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I don't want to speak ill, but I feel like if Snyder was here, he probably would have been in the film. Like, yeah. it just would have been that one step too far that the DCEU has is known for doing. It just yeah. tries to put too much in it. Yeah, yeah. It's because, always so playing catch up. I did. I did because really, that, like forty minutes was taken out of this film or something like that. So, right. um, and it's strange too because everyone hammered BVS as being too, you know, studio handled that you've got to throw all this in because your franchise building and it was a longer film to say you know if, if you believe you know again i should probably watch it this week and make up my own decision rather than listening to it for 12 months but the three hour cut of the movie feels like a shorter movie than the two and a half but when you go and buy a ticket you're a mainstream audience member you go three hours oh, i don't know if i really want to see it two and a half it's like eh, i'm only in there for two and a half hours so you can fit in more screenings per day at the cinemas yeah. even if only by yeah. one or two across the location so technically then you are making more money but everyone's like, oh, the studio got into it and cut cut it down, which made it worse. This one, like it was reported about two weeks ago, Kevin Sujihara, the head of Warner Brothers, said this movie is under two hours. That is my stipulation. Justice League is under two hours. Yeah. This movie went for 119 minutes. They got right. it under there, but it, <laughs> it, it worked. So it maybe, like an hour and a half. maybe a three-hour version of this movie works, but a two-and-a-half-hour version doesn't. Well, but a two-hour really does as well. It's, it's strange. It's funny. Like uh, One of my top five films of all time, X-Men Days of Future Past. I will love that movie till the day I die. I went and got the road cut mm. the day it came out. I actually don't like the road cut version at all. Yeah, okay. I've watched it once and I went, meh. Cool. I can go back and watch Days of Future Past yeah. and still be a crying, you know, blithering mess by mm. the end of it because the pacing and the and the structure is just so perfect that I, I don't need that. I'm glad that I've seen it as like a little special yeah. feature and that sort of stuff, but I don't I don't you, need it. As the a worst film. movie that I've ever seen like that. I went to the cinemas and I saw the Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. That's mm. got like five endings. And it was that was. Freaking amazing! It's it, a yeah. brilliant in the, film. In the theaters, brilliant the cinema release. Yeah, you go and watch it on DVD, and they only have it released up until I knew it was the director's cut, and we all got it. The, mm. the same group that went to the cinema watched it, and we were like, "What the fuck is this shit?" The way yeah. that it ended, I didn't mind the oh. extra stuff in the middle, but the ending was completely different. Yeah, the well, bits no, no, in there's... the middle were stupid, like with the whole. And talking to the straight, woman? And- no, straight off, straight off the top of my head, there are there are three endings I know of. I'm getting off top of you, but there's one where he strangles himself as an infant in the womb. Yeah, that's the director's cut. Yeah, fucking there's, ridiculous. There's one mm. where he see as a grown man, yeah, okay. Ashton Kutcher sees Amy Spart on the street, but, yeah. and put keeps this, walking. Yeah, put this in the context that it ended a, a certain way in the theatrical cut. It ended a completely different way in the director's cut on DVD but on the DVD all the alternate endings were alternates to the theatrical cut it doesn't make any sense so yeah so the three that come to mind is yeah the the strangling 
So he's never born. There's the one where he walks past her on the street as a grown man and keeps walking. Because before that scene, he goes back to when they were really young and he goes, I f***ing hate your guts. I'm going to kill your so, family. Yeah. And so they never see each yeah, other. They, he, yeah. And then on the DVD, there's a third version where... Which is the best one. Where he mm. sees her on the street, starts walking, and then stops and then turns around and starts following her as if he's going to start yeah. getting... And it's funny that it can ruin or make the film amazing depending on which which ending you yeah. um, you watch. Because yeah, usually I'm a stickler for the director's cut. I actually prefer Me them too. That's as why a general so rule. Now, a <laughs> completely different film to what we're talking about, or even films than we're talking about. Tropic Thunder, I absolutely love. And I brought the director's cut only, the director's cut on DVD. And it's like an extra maybe 15 minutes or something. And that film is pretty well paced. It's very funny throughout. The director's cut actually slows it down, and I didn't like it. I actually, I, mm. I think I actually struggled to watch the director's cut. I was trying to get my wife in. I said, "You've got to watch this movie. It's so funny." Yeah. And it was on TV one night, and I said, "No, no, no. We're not watching it with ads. We're watching it on DVD. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about ads." And after about half an hour, I said, "I'm actually just going to stop this, and we'll watch the rest on TV because I don't yeah. own TV cut." So <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the exceptions to the rule. So it'd yeah. just be interesting. We're never going to see it, and as much as you might hate it, I would I would be very interested to see. What the Zack Snyder Justice League was going to be? Pass. No, 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 no. But Pass. just, but, but to see. <laughs> hey, no, but if only, if only to credit Joss Whedon more to go. Hey, this is what it was going to be, and this is what he goes. Oh, okay, show, I'm yeah. going to mold this. But as if you can wank over Joss Whedon more, going. Oh my God, you really did polish the dirt. If this. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> if this was our group chat, this is where I put the gif up of uh, of that dude from um, Pitch Perfect going hard, hard pass, pass, hard pass, cheeks, just wobbling, <laughs> hard pass, hard pass. No, no so, way. okay, then going uh, on going then, whether it is Justice League 2, we know he's going to do a Batgirl film. Yeah, I'll go, yeah. Do you want to see Joss Whedon do Justice League 2 or do you want to keep him as a solo character guy in the DC world? And bring on someone else for a Justice League too. I want to let Joss do whatever Joss wants to do. Yeah, I, I have to agree because I think he ha- he was a little bit um, handcuffed or in uh, Avengers too because of all the other that all nearly, moving parts that nearly broke him. That mm. nearly yeah. like he. So I don't see. That's why I'm because... surprised we didn't hear about much how how it affected in this film because we heard like yeah. he he was broken man. He was so tired. He got injured on set. Like it nearly killed him. He was like, I'm taking some time off this shit. And actually, like. Whether or not Marvel would have wanted him to stick around, whether he wanted to stick around, either way, like he just—he's not associated with that franchise he, any more he other than as an executive Twitter, like he producer. Just, yeah, he just got away from the world because he was just. But he, that was his own film, right? He wrote and directed that. Now, okay, studio hands in and go. This is what you need yeah. to do. Franchise build this. It's like, hey man, we're bringing Please you help. on a year after we started yeah. filming this. Mm. Here's an unfinished film. You have to take whatever it is. If you don't like stuff, you can't redo the whole thing. We haven't got enough time or money. Uh, it's due out in nine months. Cheers. But I feel like that. How did like I've not heard one word that he like has suffered. Yeah, he, but he, well, he's like a said, script doctor. That's yeah, what he does. I feel like that ties into his script. Yeah, but, script doctor. Background. Yeah, script doctoring. Yeah. But you're also being given someone else's film and saying, "Hey, well, he's you also c- a phenomenal writer and director." So yeah, yeah but okay. I mean, well, but Age of Ultron. But Age of Ultron, though, <laughs> like he's infamously not happy with the way that film turned out overall. Well, that's what I mean, though. Mm. That that was his own film. This is he's handed mm. as yeah, you would say a Zack Snyder piece of shit, and they've went make it good, and he did. How the f*** have we not heard that he is like Avengers overly 2 stressed? was not his film. No, talking talking out of my ass, I would say Avengers 2 was just too much. It was he's I mean he's always created his own universes and his yeah. own 
characters and he's been able to do whatever the hell he wanted with them. Yeah. I think that's what creativity is. right? He was probably (laughs) given that with Avengers one. And that's why it was such a huge success. Yeah. I think they tried to replicate that and there was just too many hands in the pie. Yeah. uh, Trying to do franchise build, franchise build. And because Joss gets so emotionally involved in stuff, I think he felt a responsibility to himself professionally and also to all the fans that loved Avengers one so much to try and do that. And he took on too much in Avengers two. I think for justice league, 90% 90% of it was done. He's like, well, I know I can't, I can't start from scratch. Like Brent, you know, you can't polish a turd. Well, he did a freaking good job. He, yeah. spr- he sprinkled some goddamn glitter on this motherfucker. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. But I think it's like, well, at the end of the day, his name's not on it as a, yeah. Uh, and it's back in his script doctor days. You would be, you would be amazed the amount of things he's done that he hasn't, he doesn't receive any credit for. Like yeah. Yeah. Passes that he's done on yeah. stuff that his name's never been attached to. And it's like, well, he did this at the end of the day. He's not directing. He's not the the quote unquote director. He's not the quote unquote writer. I think it was just like a, he really wants to make this Batgirl movie, and mm. I think he will absolutely slay it because it'll be a little bit Kitty Pride. It'll be a little bit Buffy. It'll, you know, it's. I think it'll be amazing. You know what I hope they don't do is like it's going to be hard because Batman is pretty much the reason why Batgirl exists. But I mm. hope they don't have Batman in it because for me it would be, and I haven't watched a lot of the series, but it'd be like the Supergirl. Um, helps they have to yeah. bring Superman in to make her. They don't, but he's honestly he's only been in like over two and a half seasons. He's been in four episodes. Yeah, well, I just I would appreciate mm. not having him in. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it'd all. be it'd be cool yeah. to like establish yeah. her as being someone who is in the shadow by name, yeah. but then well, I mean, depending on the iterations, most of the iterations of Batgirl, it's like she doesn't know. Bruce Wayne is yeah, that true. would be cool actually to go back to the old 60s star where yeah, she didn't yeah, well, know they, that'd they be did amazing it in, the, in the, one of the more recent cartoons as well where it's like she just decides on her own she's going to be her own little sort of vigilante mm. and she'll meet up with she'll stumble across you know uh, Batman and, and Robin and all that sort of stuff yeah. and eventually they said okay we can't stop you you are kind of an asset but she doesn't know who they are under the mask she's I'd, never yeah, I'd like it maybe if, no, if they could introduce Robin and Nightwing into that that might be a bit better. But People are on social media are losing their minds. They want um, Dacre Montgomery as Nightwing, and I'm not about it. No. Nah. I'm not. I haven't seen any people. I saw he obviously posted that picture of Nightwing and then deleted it. Down it. Yeah. yeah, so now all the Stranger Things fans. That could just be him stuff, going, uh, sup, think of my name. Like, hey, power oh, to yeah. him for like promoting himself. Oh, yeah, it's but the amazing. problem is it, it's taken traction now and there's a lot of fans going, yes, yeah, it's social media. Want. Like, everything takes. And I'm just like, oh, nah. I'm not about it. If they didn't, nah. if they didn't do um, Clint Eastwood's son, like, because they wasted <laughs> him in Suicide Squad, he would have been an amazing Nightwing. I don't, I don't know, but it's not, it's not Dako. Dako's way too young. He's way too young. So what's, I guess it's, now we're really thinking sort of outside, but they knew they were going to make this Nightwing film. Like they've got a lot of plans, whether or not they've announced all of them. And certainly since Justice League is being developed, you know, whether the last 18 months or at least since Joss has come on board, they know they're going to do a Nightwing movie. So when Batman goes out to get all these people with special abilities, while he and Robin or Nightwing don't have special abilities per se, what's what you know they've obviously got some beef when he goes and recruits all these strangers that don't necessarily want to be part no, no, of his no. Justice well, League team. He's looking after Bloodhaven, mate. No, no, that's 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 the point of Nightwing. Nightwing. Is <laughs> no, the, I is I know that's they the point. Beef. But like even even the idea where he is so desperate, aliens are about to invade the 
fucking planet. He's like, I'm not calling Dick. Fuck him. Yeah. Well, he's he's a <laughs> like, no, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, like, that's where it's at. Like that's he's where a, it's at. He's a dude in Lycra with a couple of a screamer sticks. What help is he gonna be? Like he's no, that's what I mean. But like, if you're desperate enough, it's like, well, he he can do a good roundhouse kick. I'll, fuck <laughs> yeah. him. I'll give him another leg, whatever. So put him in the bat wing, and I can have the Batmobile. Or <laughs> whatever. No, he have to have a motorbike, obviously. Yeah. He has to be in the bat cycle. <laughs> See what else? Side I was, cut. What I was also a little bit worried about in a sense was going back from this global threat to more so for Batman going back to his own film whatever the Batman's going to be he's not going to be fighting aliens in that you know he's going to be fighting whether it be and we should probably mention before we end uh Deathstroke or whether he's going to be fighting you know a Joker or or a Black Mask or something like that or just you know regular thugs who knows what it's going to be it's going to be the Iron Man 3 to what to this this Avengers, you know, what Justice League is to the Avengers sort of thing, is that you had to get, in that film, Tony Stark had to go from fighting aliens to fighting terrorists again and make it feel like real threats. Now, that film was, a, was very much approached as if maybe the Avengers was going to fail because it was a big gamble. They're already filming Iron Man 3 when the Avengers comes out. Well, it went on to become, at the time, the third grossing highest film uh, of all time. But still, that film had nothing to do with the Avengers. They mentioned that he has super friends, but that's about it. Mm. And that and that worked. Whereas watching this film and seeing Batman fly around there and there's this like there's this giant threat with aliens and parademons and stuff flying around, I'm like, oh, what I love about Batman in, in the past is that he is this solo guy and he's the only hero in his world. You know, in the Keaton films, there's no Superman, there's no nothing. And the Bale films as well, there was no other superheroes going around. So in this, it's like, yeah, he's it, even in BVS where there was Superman, well, it was still told a lot of it from Batman's perspective. So you could see why this alien was such a big deal. Now we've seen from the outside in, Batman's just part of this team that fights alien threats, whatever. So I was worried going in, how is it going to be going back to that? I'm not that Especially worried Especially because still... Superman's the leader of the Justice League. Yeah. And so Batman brings them all together and then Superman's the leader. Well, it's cool they were trying to make, like we said when we watched Wonder Woman, they were, he was there saying to Wonder Woman, yeah. this, this, needs, this needs to be they your touched thing. touched on that too. Yeah, and so nice. when he flew the, the plane back away and she's like, okay, follow my lead. Yeah. You know, she was a bit reluctant too, you know, yeah, so it was, was. it was cool. It was the same mistake that um, Thor 2 made as well. It was suddenly there were these world-ending stakes that Thor was dealing with on his own rather than sort of yeah. having having a team around. So I think the beauty of what you can do with Batman is that he's not a super-powered person. So it's like, yes, when there's world-ending events, he needs the muscle and the, and the powers and stuff mm. like that. But yeah. it's like, well, for a solo film, you can really strip it back to him being a detective. Yeah. And he can be a street level. It can be a daredevil. It can be a not someone that he needs to beat physically, someone he needs to outthink mentally. Mm. You know, he could be a... Not so much. I guess not really Joker because I don't know what they're going to do with him yet, but it could be... Oh, recast? <laughs> but it could just be a, a Mad Hatter or a, or a Bane yeah. or someone who can, who can work on... Yeah, can mm. work on his level psychologically. Mm. So it's like, well, yes, if, if you put Batman in a room with 90% of his villains, he can beat the living shit out of them without breaking a sweat. Yeah. But it's the psychological aspect that the... The crime solving, the detective stuff is where is where he really shines. Mm, so it's yeah. like, well, if you can strip a movie back and make it a character piece and then have that sort of aspect to it and have him maybe grow or learn or something or other, 
then I think a Batman solo film will fit perfectly into this. Yeah, into this no, sort of I'm, I'm not a nowhere near as worried about. And again, with Matt Reeves, I think the last two films he's done, the last two Apes movies, have been so brilliant mm. um, that I'm not at all worried. <laughs> if he's excited about making a Batman movie, a much more studio mainstream big blockbuster thing, that's awesome. Now you speak about recasting. Now I know we mentioned this around Wonder Woman. It's up as its own sort of special podcast back in the channels, separate to our Wonder Woman podcast, but. What I said for mine, and not to always compare them because it's you know different things, whatever. But Marvel, I like how those actors are those characters. I don't want to see someone else play Tony Stark. I want to see Tony Stark get old as Robert Downey Jr. If Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to be around anymore, don't have Tony Stark around. You know, I want to see yeah. Tom Holland as Peter Parker for the next twenty years. Yep. They're slowly bringing in these second, third, fourth tier characters and making them a big deal in such a very slow, subtle, very big, otherwise way, whatever it, whatever they're doing, it's working so that you can go in the next 20 years and bring about some nufty hero like Squirrel Girl, maybe, and she'll be leading a blockbuster film. It'll probably make sense when they do that. Whereas DC, I know they've got a lot of other second, third, fourth tier characters as well that they could bring in. I just think, though, that Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman are such iconic names and faces. I don't ever want to see a DC film universe without those three in it. So when you talk about, say, uh, Ben Affleck, if he is going to leave now, if Justice League is his last turn, I don't want to see Bruce Wayne retire as Batman. I don't want to see them go, hey, Nightwing, come back on board, now you're Batman. Or Bruce Wayne dies off. I want to just see someone else cast as Batman. Well, not, yeah, not until he has Damien and goes through all the whole idea with the Red Hood yeah. and, but I, and yeah. everything. No, absolutely. Or, or yeah. bring in another act. Yeah, another act. I, I just think that, for me, DC can be James Bond. Recast, but it's continuity-wise, it's still the same characters. Yeah. And that every they, they're, oh. they're making DC movies for the next 20 years. Well, then the stuff that happened in tonight's Justice League movie, that happened two, three, four, five years ago. Yeah. Always, even though it's been twenty years worth of filmmaking, yeah. that's just always happened recently. Whereas the MCU, I like that Tony Stark has been Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark has been Iron Man now for nine or ten years because it's it's providing its own version of stakes. Whereas I want to see, I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I hope she plays it for the next ten or fifteen oh, yeah, years. For sure. But eventually they're going to have to recast her. I want to see that new actress come on board and she is the same Wonder Woman that Gal Gadot is. And whoever's going to play Superman next is Henry Cavill. Mm, I would find that, I I think that would get old. For me, they don't have as many stories to tell. Um, yeah, oh, I eighty would... years worth of comics though. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not, not all, great. They're not all feature films. <laughs> no, I, no, I know that. It's but same as same as like I get the same. I get I get the worry is that it's like oh, it's the same guys going through the same problems. But I think that's where maybe you change the lineup and See, what, you what I or just like. don't feature certain characters no, at no, all. No, this is where I was going to point you towards something like. And again, I'll I'll tell you guys to go and watch these Young Justice. Yeah, it's yeah. a movie about the justice. It's a TV series about the Justice League that doesn't feature the Justice League. It's about yeah. all their sidekicks coming of age. And it's like they're sent on missions by... The Justice League is still like doing their thing. Yeah. It's like the the Young Justice team are taking care of these covert missions and it's it's broadening the universe. You get Supergirl, you get Connell, Superboy, you get Miss Martin, you get all these characters. Mm. And yes, they have the occasional episode where they'll go and, you know, work with Batman or work with The Flash or whatever, but then they're building their own... You know, there's great scenes between Canary and Superboy, you know, which you just think that, that doesn't match up, but... Yeah. It's great, yeah. You know, so no, I think that definitely works as an animated show because that's for like that's not being watched by 
everyone in the world. Like that's mm. for a key audience that are already into that sort of stuff. I'm like Justice League is a mainstream film that is going to be watched arguably by more people that aren't into this stuff. It's just it's a mm. big flashy comic book movie, yeah. so you're gonna go watch it. But <laughs> we're already at Dark Side. Like we're already at yeah. Steppenwolf and Dark Side. You've got nowhere to go from there in terms of Justice League. What I want to see, That's, what know, I want to see with what DCEU do is what Marvel hasn't. Marvel are doing like a continuity kind of line. Mm. I'd like to see DCEU kind of establish all their characters and then go, you know what, let's do a Flashpoint mm. where there's an alternate or let's do a Batman, Batman gets Superman's powers, like a standalone movie. Mm which wouldn't necessarily have to be enveloped into like a main arc like yeah. Marvel is when you get so many layers and you get like the Avengers 2 where it's just like, I've got no creativity here. I want to see yeah, the no, future. I, I want to see Superman and Wonder Woman in the future without the Lois Lane, yeah. without the Daily Planet. Mate, I'd love to see Red Sun. How fucking incredible <laughs> would that be? Yeah. That'd be an amazing movie. But again, this is for mainstream stuff. It just, but, I don't think it'll never happen. Flashpoint, they are going to do. That's, like, at this point, that's... That's the plan for the Flash movie. It's awesome. going to be Flashpoint. But then there's also the you know, they keep talking about. It. I keep waiting for them to go. No, it's not real. But they said Martin Scorsese and Todd Phillips, the director of The Hangover and other stuff. But that's what he's most famous for. Are developing a Joker origin movie. So that's a standalone thing. But uh, it, that's the thing that this, these are the movies that's that you a fifteen minute scene. No, yeah, no, but it, it is. But this is also done. this is also yeah. the stuff that you're talking about. It's like let's take. A, a cool no, I don't comic want a book. No, 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 but I mean, like, there's there's a comic book out of the, I forget what it, it might be, White Knight or something, whatever it's called, a comic book run where the Joker gets sane and actually goes out to become the mayor of Gotham and clean up Gotham because he says, I know Gotham better than anybody, even you, Batman. I know what Gotham is and what it needs to be. So he decides to get sane to be the hero of Gotham. <laughs> now, I don't know whether that ends with him no, going, just, gotcha, but no, no, but it's just like, that's like some some writers went, what if the Joker blah? It's like Red Sun, great. Is that a 15-minute story? No, it's it's what if Superman landed in communist Russia in the 80s. Yeah. He goes on to become but, communist Russia hero in 2017. A, that doesn't establish a, a cinematic universe, which is what the DC are trying to do. No, I know, but that's what I'm, I'm saying that with Brennan yeah, wanting like, to do stuff, like, I think they can do that. I think what they will do they is go, somewhere... do what they do in Stargate or, or, you know, the Simpsons. They go off on a tangent, come back to the equilibrium. Yeah. I think I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Somewhere in the, in the middle, it's going to be standalone you stories. Only, you can only do that with... Flashpoint. Like, if you guys have seen the animated yeah. Flashpoint movie, that makes sense. Red, this Red Sun movie is just its own separate yeah, it's thing. Yeah, alternate has, thing. Yeah. It has no tie-in. Yeah. To... See, I, I don't want to but see an alternate not, not tied to the continuity. I just think what they're going to do, like where I said with Batman, how do you make Batman its own thing? They will make Batman its own thing. He will go and fight the Riddler, and it won't be like, oh, when's he going to call Superman? Or Wonder Woman should be here helping him. It will be his own thing. They mm. might not even mention the Justice League. It's like, fuck it, I can still do my own thing. Flash is doing his own thing in Central City. They don't need to talk about each other all the time, which yeah. I know is not what Marvel do. They don't have every movie always reference every other movie, yeah, but, but, but saying is they are so it, tied in. If you're comparing it to the Bond model, it's like, well, in if, if say, for example, this this new Batman film is Riddler, okay? So mm. His villain is the Riddler, yeah. okay? And in 15 years, they've, they've you know, replaced some of the actors and stuff like that, and they tell another Riddler movie. I'm not. I'm not in for that. I'm no. like, it's no. But that's. I think what the what they may do with Marvel as well is they get to the end of you know another ten years and they go, all right, reboot the whole thing and they'll just start all do, over I'm again. Out. You know, I can tell you right now if they do, I'm out. Like, yeah. Because well, there's, there's so many more rich stories to be told. 
to just reboot it and start from scratch again is absolutely pointless. Yeah. Um, Devil's Advocate, though, why are there so many rich stories to be told there, but not when DC, when they've all existed <laughs> well, no, for the same amount of time? That's what I'm saying, though, is there are rich stories to tell, but they don't all revolve around Batman. It's oh, like, absolutely, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I'm saying there's all these, these other characters that are actually have more interesting stories. Like, I would argue that Miss Martian is actually more interesting than Martian Manhunter. Right. And I would rather see see that happen. Mm. I just don't want to see them say if if Ben Affleck now that Justice League's out and everyone can stop asking him questions, he come out and he comes out in two weeks and goes, "I'm not going to be Batman anymore." And they go, "Okay, well you are Bruce Wayne in this in this universe, so we're just going to retire the character of Bruce Wayne." I don't want to do that because Batman has just started. No. Yeah, no, that's, he and that's Superman a now issue. are mates, I'd, I'd and rather. we're getting more traditional Batman, more traditional Superman. I don't want just because an actor wants to leave, because of course, of course, of course the character is bigger than the actor, I don't want them to lose Bruce Wayne because the character playing him wants to leave. I'd just rather see them drop in John Hamm or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's you know. a different issue. But what I'm saying is... is, is John Hamm would be all right. We can't We can't. <laughs> I was just thinking of another, you know, like late chin. 40s. If yes, you, chin. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wasn't, but it fits. <laughs> if, if you compare the Marvel model, it's, okay, so they're all having individual stories and when things get big enough, it's time to assemble the Avengers and they can do this together, mm. Right. We're, what, 17 films in mm. and Thanos is still hanging over our heads and we're about to sort of see what's going to happen. From a DC point of view, to have something big enough for the Justice League, the whole Justice League to come together, mm. we're already at Darkseid. It doesn't get any bigger or badder than yeah. Darkseid. Darkseid will be their Infinity War, right? Yeah. So say, for example, Justice League 2 is Darkseid. There is legitimately nowhere, no way to up that from that point onwards. Yes, you could tell Thanagarians invading Earth and that could be a Justice League story. Yeah. And that's what it is, but it's not going to be a one upmanship. So it's there there are only a few stories to tell that would be worth all of these characters coming together as the Justice League. I would prefer that yeah, we get maybe one or yeah. two more Justice League films. It's gotta be character driven. But then have more standalone movies about certain characters yeah. and all that sort of stuff. It doesn't, is that it doesn't... what you think that what was somewhat comparing? Is that what you like Avengers four is the last <laughs> Avengers then? Because we're going to have seen Thanos and whatever happens in Avengers four. Do we have no more massive team up? Because there is no this, giant threat. Yeah. Of this lineup. That's, that's fine. It's, it's, it's like if, if Robert Downey Jr. Retired, uh, well, here's, and then here's the difference between the Avengers and the justice league. The justice league has to have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. There's yeah. no Justice League without them. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. You can have an Avengers without... I would have argued Green Lantern and, as well, but anyway. I'm just talking top not... three. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Top yeah. three. And then the, there's usually sort of three, and then there's six or seven when it comes to the Justice League, and the four underneath the top three vary, depending yeah. on who it is. Sometimes it's Green Lantern, sometimes it's Shazam, sometimes, you know, it's all those Flash, things. Yeah, but that's the difference between the two, is you can have Avengers without Iron Man and Thor mm. and Black Widow. It's like you can bring in, you know... And I feel like once the Infinity War is over, if you want to retire Captain America and and um, Iron Man and Thor, I'm I'm about it. That's fine mm. because you can bring in Captain Marvel, and then that brings you into the whole Cree and and all that sort of thing. And then you do have somewhere to go for for Avengers five and six and all that sort of stuff in fifteen years time because you can raise up the next generation of. Kamala Khan as as Ms. Marvel as like the weird stretchy powers that she has. There's so much more to do there, but in the DC universe, you can't have the Justice League without without the Holy Trinity. So mm, that's why yeah. I'm like, well, 
I would rather go towards Young Justice kind of uh, model. That they, and like I said, you guys should check it out because it's a really interesting model in the way they've done it. It's like you still have these iconic godlike superheroes and it's like you're just out of reach of them all the time. Yes, they have a few little um, cameos here and there, but they're always just out of reach mm, yeah. and done in a much better way than, than Supergirl does it. But it's like, it's like yeah, the, the amount of Justice League films that we can have, I think, is finite. But the amount of cool DC character solo film stuff we have yeah. is so much broader. Mm, so I, so found, I, I, I don't think we can... Sorry. I think, Mitch, just don't think of it as, in, in the way that Marvel does it, it's it's so, it's phases of solo, 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 building up to mm. Avengers. Solo, 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 building yeah. up to Avengers. We can't apply DC that. Can't oh, no, do I don't think they're going to do that at all because I think they're going to have team-up movies. Like, whether or not yeah, the Cyborg be movie finishes or it, the, the he, Cyborg movie just With becomes Flash. a Titans movie or mm. it's a, or it's a team-up because there yeah. were moments in that where you're like, oh, is this what you're actually trying yeah, to tease? To me, toward? Aquaman mm. and, and Wonder Woman were a fantastic match in this. Like They were doing all the, the hard work yeah, while Superman lifters. and Batman having a chat. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to yeah. Gal, Gal Gadot kicking some ass. Yeah. You're like, where the hell are you guys? Yeah. <laughs> and Aquaman's, you know, yeah. killing it as well. So. Yeah. I am more excited about an Aquaman movie now. Mm. I was, I was like, uh, whatever. Yeah, it's like, well, that's this is two in a row now. This is two in a row DC films that haven't disappointed. And I don't think this film will disappoint. No, I, no. I don't think it'll reach the saturation of uh, praise that Wonder Woman did. Yeah. Um, I think it'll still be divisive, not as divisive as, as Batman v Superman, yeah. but I think more people will be leaning on this film and enjoy it more. I certainly did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think, yeah, it does give us a little more hope, yeah. tongue in cheek. <laughs> yeah, get it? Because it's an S and it's a yeah. hope. It's a river. Um, it's a river. So don't get started on that. <laughs> that was, um, that thanks, wasn't thanks, Joss. Thanks, Joss. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Joss. <laughs> So yeah, it does give me a little more hope for these yeah. these this next lot of um of DC films. I'll Not be interested. Suicide Squad two, no, that can still suck oh, it. Off, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm surprised because the latest rumor is that that's how they're going to introduce the Rock as Black Adam, and the biggest that, problem oh. that a lot of people had with Suicide Squad was that they were taking on a Justice League villain. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. it's like, well, why would you put them up against essentially a bad Superman? Yeah. yeah, we had we had the perfect pitch for Suicide Squad, and it should have been. That there was that moment at the start of the film where Enchantress magically pulls out that that book from the from you know with all the secrets and yeah. stuff on it, and it's like that should have been their mission. That should, should have, have been, been the movie. Yeah. The movie should have been the heist. them. Yeah, heist absolutely doing that heist. Yeah, yeah the I actually Ocean's went into it 11. thinking maybe mm. Batman was going to be quote unquote the bad guy of the film. Mm. I don't know why I thought I just thought that because I yeah, had that Batman could have been was cool in it, and I'm like that could have been yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah, because in that film we very I much think... saw Batman from the bad guy's point of view more than yeah. we ever have. Well, before. there's there's a brilliant episode of the old uh, animated series that actually does that and it tells it's like all these it's all these bad guys sitting in a bar around a table telling their batman stories yeah cool and it's and it's brilliant oh, and so, it's different animation for each or maybe I i'm think thinking so well i different. think batman looks different in each each yeah. one because the way they've described it in you know, just sort of you know yeah and it's like well that that would be fun and i did think the same thing with suicide squad because obviously in the trailers there was that you know shot of of batman on top of the lamborghini yeah it was the joker's the joker's car so i was like yeah if, if they want to do that ah, that would have been fun ah. Oh, don't don't make me live it. Don't. It's, Why does he do bad that? Bad enough the first. Time. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm just interested to see what they do in the next couple of weeks because, like, yeah, this will be successful. It'll have a great opening weekend. I hope so. It'll I get. Think they deserve it for this one. It'll get better critical yeah. um, reception. They're getting better, and uh, from both fans and critics. So it'll be interesting to see what they're ready to announce 
in the next couple of weeks. Mm. It's like, oh, wow, people have liked it. They've liked Wonder Woman. People are now excited more than what they may have just been. Just don't let it go to your head, guys. For, for, yeah. for, yeah. for Aquaman. because it's a pass. It's... Yeah, yeah. Because cre- credit to them, they before BVS came out, they go, "This is all of our movies that are coming out in essentially their phase one." Because it was like, "Hey, this, we've just started our universe. Here's all our movies that we're going to do. Here's the Flash movie, the Cyborg movie, the Aquaman movie, and um, it's all and Green Lantern up until 2020." Now, I think Green Lantern's still on the cards for 2020, but Cyborg, it's like, well, we don't know what we're doing there. Flashpoint is happening. We don't know when. Nightwing's happening. A couple of like, months ago, they go, yeah, we think we're going to do a Deathstroke movie. You know, All this other stuff, ideas, but it's like, okay, now that we've had success with our team-up, I wonder what they're going to announce. Superman, like, again, credit to them. While we knew going in, massive movie nerd fans of this characters in this franchise, they never marketed Superman. In credit to them for doing that yeah. because he's a great selling point. Because then you go, what? How is he coming back alive? You know, it's like they didn't mention it. They don't. They don't show that but at all that he's coming. They see Henry Cavill in every kind of premiere. And- well, yeah, he's at the premieres and stuff. But yeah. that makes sense at the same time too. It's like you know, Harrison Ford will be at the Last Jedi, you know, premiere sort of thing. It's like mm. it just makes sense. But I'm so glad they didn't ever feel the need to announce it at Comic Con. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to announce the dates for the Batman movie and and Man of Steel too. It's like, no, they're not. They're not yeah. going to announce the world. Superman two's coming out in 2018 because everyone's like, well, he's dead. Thanks for spoiling it, type thing. So, uh, you know, actually, I, I was just thinking if they do bring out a, a um, Man of Steel 2, I hope they kill Lois off. <laughs> It'd be an interesting in place the, to go the Terminator scene, before. In the Terminator scene, when Bruce brings Lois to the fight and she comes out, I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if he just drop-kicked her over the buildings? <laughs> <laughs> like, just boom. Have that guilt. Shit. You killed your girlfriend, you know? <laughs> wow. All right. Stop being so just, thirsty, girl. Just All right, just before we go, the final post-credit scene that actually did have a bit more sort of stuff to it that we've got to come back to, because oh, I don't yeah. care if we never find out who won the race between Superman and Flash. I prefer it if we didn't, of course. Oh, um, well, Superman won. Superman won. Because he, f- he was flying. He's... Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So... We see brunch at the start of the next <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we see two swords and it's like holy shit that's Deathstroke what what the fuck like this yeah. is happening and they're going up to a boat you know, obviously Lex the is girl behind from... me said Deadpool I was like oh, <laughs> oh so yeah. close get the f- get, you're then, you're the person that sticks around for the post credits no, all these her... other deserving people forgot about it <laughs> then her boyfriend had to explain no that's Marvel this is DC it'll be Deathstroke and I'm just oh like, so Mate. is that why Iron Man wasn't in it get the f- out of here now. You know, Lex has escaped. He goes up and he's like, there's a bald guy there. It's like, holy shit, Deathstroke's about to talk to Lex about some shit. And then he goes, oh, maybe we should have our own league. It's like the Injustice League. Like, that's obviously where maybe that's, maybe Darkseid's a Justice League for whoever. Yeah. Well, that would be the other thing. It's like, if you're really trying to make the Suicide Squad good guys, which, why do do movies at all keep trying to do that? Do they go up against an Injustice League? But I hope not. I hope it's a a slow building thing because they want to see Reverse Flash at some point in a Flash film. And he he joined the Injustice League and, you know, and, and and other bad guys. I don't guys. know about Mantis, the Rock. I mean, the Rock has a good physique for Shazam, but I don't know if he's got the acting chops. To be really honest, Black Adam. Oh, sorry, Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was doing Shazam. No, well, no, he's been cast no, for about four little, years. Zachary little, Levi. That's it. The little scrawny guys. So. Oh, okay. I heard a rumor that he's doing. Shazam. Well, at one stage, people thought maybe he's going to do both because they are such yin and yang of each other that yeah. maybe he will play both roles. But well, and Zachary Levi could play Billy Batson, but I don't know how he's going to play Shazam. Yeah, I th- I feel like Zachary Levi will be a good child in a man's body. 
I'm like, I think that's yeah, how I, I think that's just, how just I already see him. Man's body, yeah, that's, well, that's true. <laughs> Given that that most most iterations of Shazam, he's bigger and buffer than Superman. Mm, yeah. So when Superman first meets Shazam, he thinks he's another Kryptonian. Right. So Zachary Levy's going to have to basically pull a rock and triple his body Bold weight up, yeah. to be bigger than... Get some um, of those horse steroids into your boy. Yeah, yeah to be bigger than um, Henry Cavill. And after Cavill's performance in this, it's like, Matt, you got some work to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was... He so, was so, oh, so much. Really? Even with the slow motion fist and he just kind of leant towards the side as it was coming through and mm. smiled, I was just like, oh, this is better. Yeah. yeah, I just feel Although, like this is better. I was a bit worried very early on because we're in the very earliest shots. There was slow mo of like that oh, crate of yeah. oranges. What then the I was f- like, was that? Yeah, that was, "Why yeah. are we slow moing a crate of oranges? Come, you got to yeah. choose your slow mo guys." With all Come these, on. with all the, it's like, oh, there's so much crime in the city. What, like, a guy kicks over a crate yeah, of oranges. Like, why like, look, what the, look what the world's become. Yeah, why are we this guy being mean to these, <laughs> <laughs> leading into a potential racial hate crime that hasn't happened yet. Let's slow burn. See, that's what I find weird. I'm not having a go at Joss Whedon just because you're in the room or something like that. I don't even know yeah, if I'm having are. a go at him. No, but it's like if if we go and we could very much say it and and believe it, that's a Zack Snyder shot. Why does yeah. that make the end yeah. feature Speed cut of Speed another it director? It's really weird. Like that just made no sense to me. It's like the world has become a decrepit hole. This guy is attacking these poor innocent Muslim family <laughs> that are just trying to sell produce. What? I feel like there could have been at least being a car mugging. Yeah. Like that's pretty low grade stuff as far as Superman <laughs> yeah. goes, but still. Surely, surely there and was... the cops were there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, the cops are actually there. Yeah. I don't know. Surely uh, there was a schedule though, and look, they've gone, look, all these scenes are locked in these particular pages. We just need you to shoot the stuff that's in between. And then Joss probably gone, okay, well if I shoot that the way I want to shoot it, I'm gonna need to make this little adjustment. I, th- I feel some of it there. would have been probably edited by I don't know, do they do that? Or is that just Robert Rodriguez who edits his films while he shoots them? A lot of them, yeah, I mean, they certainly can have a look at how it's piecing together, but I feel like you're going to have final cut over it. Like, yeah. that's that's 10 seconds of the film that it didn't need that nah, 10 seconds. Why can't you lose it? Even Joss didn't have final say. Well, not really did have final say over Serenity. It's like he, he has yeah, a friend uh, no, of who's, course, a, who's an editor. Studios and stuff, yeah. No, 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 no. He, he's the boss, but yeah. he hires an editor, and the editor goes, look, Here's what I... If you've got a good editor, that's that can make the difference in yeah. the film. Is he sat down with his friend and employee who is the editor, and the editor said, okay, look, I will show you the way you want it, and I will show you the way I think it should be, and you make the decision. And he goes, oh, shit, the editor, she was right. Yeah, but you're right. He had to make the decision. Yeah. Mm. So you can't say, oh, the editor made that choice, because he said, here, here's a choice, make it. Like... Okay, th- just, yeah, but, but just no studio kind of heads hanging over go, going. You keep those fucking oranges in there, man. We paid twelve dollars <laughs> for those seventeen kilos worth of oranges. You keep yeah. that shit in there, like just, I want to see it twice, choice. not once. I want to see it twice. <laughs> I but feel you- like he's just like he's just like you know what? Like it, they needed a hate crime. It's already filmed. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm look. I'm doing them a solid so they can let me do what I want with Batgirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just do what I need to if they want to have the slow mo. They're gonna oranges, do Sarah Michelle Gellar as Batgirl. She's too old to be Batwoman. Yeah, so. <laughs> you're right. There was that like other real cheesy sort of Boy Scouty line when uh, Superman had you know went off with the Flash. They'd save people. He's carrying that building full of people. It's just yeah. like, oh come on, man. To the John Williams score, I'm pretty sure a little bit. Mm, okay. And then he flies back and he's in the sky and he's coming down the middle of the silo and you can see Steppenwolf there like mowing people down. He's like, is this man still bothering you? Yeah, bang, <laughs> just punches him. So through. great. I'm just like, yeah, that's cool, man. That's Christopher yeah. Reeve straight up. Yeah. Just like yeah. so yeah. nerdy that's in absolutely. the midst of all that destruction. It's like, I don't like the way that you're behaving, sir. Yeah. And uh, that's the way 
like you said, Christopher Reeves and the way that Smallville set it up mm. so perfectly yeah. with how he was brought up, yeah. which is why I had such a major issue with Man of Steel because they're like, I don't know, maybe let it let the kid die in the lake. Yeah, sometimes like, you've got to let the kids drown. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck you, mate. Have a heart attack. Don't die in a cyclone, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing that I, I was fine with in Man of Steel because he's like, actually learning his powers he just learnt to fly but I didn't like that they kept in BVS was that whenever he would take off he would crack the ground because yeah. I'm like well, he's creating like an amazing amount of force when he's just shooting up like breaking yeah. the sound barrier and stuff that's fine but I want him to learn how to pull his punches essentially yeah. so in this the first time we ever see him take off when Lois comes up and de-hulks him and they leave the city he's yeah. Up into the sky, not a mark on the ground. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Joss. Nice. Like, that's Joss yeah. coming in. Just, it's like, I'm not going to completely do away with yeah. what you did before, but I'm just going to set how it's going this. to, yeah. you know, go from now on. So not everything needs to be destroyed. Yeah. yeah. That was a really, that was a really cool little yeah. touch. And the, and that the I fact appreciated. that this Superman actually cares about civilian casualties. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. How did we get four hours into this chat and me not lose my mind over that ridiculous Russian family that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> yeah, okay. Look. Why did we cut back to them five dozen times? Yeah. You know what? In the edit, I felt like you could have had the parademons exploding out of the silo and that was, you know, when the, when the Russian family saw them and got all scared and brought up the house. Yeah. That could have happened in the final act of the film. Yeah. Because then if we cut back to them five times in a 15-minute space, that's fine. But when they set them up at the start who, and they've been in there... Who the, were the in people a, in the building that he was moving? Yeah, because... We didn't even yeah. touch on as them. As far as I knew, they were the only people living there, that one family. And yeah. then, when, then when they left, they jumped on their ute to drive away. There's hundreds of other people running. And I'm like, where the fuck have you been? We spent yeah. screen time on these Russian family going, oh, we're going to run out of food if we stay, can't hang around here any longer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, Leave. <laughs> And if they feed oh. on fear so much, what they're not busting down a window? Yeah. They took they they basically I'll knock ate, that ironing board down. <laughs> they basically <laughs> ate Steppenwolf at the end because he was scared for seven seconds. It's like we didn't see him die. If he shows up in Justice League Two, I'm not going to be surprised because we didn't technically see him die and lose life. But they yeah, they went him? after him he when he was scared. So those oh, are, yeah. those blue shoot, they're, they're boom tubes. They're like interdimensional. They're like little stargates, mini stargates that you can just. Nice, I like that. Yeah, so he would have teleported back to Apocalypse or wherever it may be, um, and probably... I wouldn't be surprised if Darkseid gave all those parademons a right royal spanking. <laughs> um, and Stephen Why Wolf, did you hurt him? Steppenwolf's totally alive. He's, yeah. He'll have a couple of scars, but yeah, he's totally alive. He'll be dead in the first scene of Justice League 2. <laughs> did we mention how much we hate Amy Adams? <laughs> Look... We've been here a long time, but I'm happy to revisit it. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do us. That is our full spoilers chat of Justice League. Look, it's uh, it's it's good, promising, promising things ongoing in the DC film universe. This is is two DC movies in a row where I'm saying go see it. Yes, I I mean, and for me, I know, I know, it's different for you guys. For me, I like Man of Steel. So for me, they're three. From if you put a line across it, they're three from five. So yeah, it's 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 a I don't better hate Man of Steel. There's just a few things in it, especially early on, and that just weren't in the trailer, and I was just annoyed with. Yeah, no, I hate it. 
<laughs> so anyway, we look forward to Aquaman in 12 months' time. We will definitely be back in a couple of weeks to talk Star Wars The Last Jedi. So uh, stay tuned for that. Jump on board and grab your tickets. They're on sale now. We actually have to do that, boys. We have to buy our tickets. We're so used to yeah, no in the privileged spot one. of being able to go to these premieres. But uh, Disney ain't having none of that for Star Wars. You pay no. for everything. So, uh, yeah, that comes out December 14th. It is just under a month away. We'll be back to talk things in a few weeks' time. In the meantime, you can check out all of our old podcasts, including our DCEU chats and reviews on the SoundCloud and iTunes podcast channels. Drop us a line, get into geek at gmail.com or find us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just simply search at Get Into Geek. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Come talk to me about movies, Maddie. Uh, at High Pitch Manu on Instagram. I'm on Instagram right now. That's that's a weird like inception oh, moment. So crazy. What? And Brendan. I'm at the Brendan Gibson on Instagram. Shit, yeah, you are. All right. Um, <laughs> was in the Pale Moonlight Day again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Biggest decision of the night, boys. What are we going out with for the podcast? Soups. Evans, he's coming for you. <laughs> they better use this in Man of Steel 2. Oh, they'll use oh, the don't. shit out of this. <laughs> oh, they don't. We're in trouble. Geek.com